It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars up above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Neat the cover of October skies You know the leaves <laughs> on the Hey, welcome into the Rad Dad Podcast As we are sitting here in the garage Coming to you live from an undisclosed location In the state of Mississippi Joe here Joe's here We got Matt here we are uh full show, also big backlash 2023 preview. Uh I mean, first of all, Matt, welcome in. Good to have you. What's back. going on? The uh the heel deal rad dad crossover continues. Is I mean, I know the Kentucky Derby is always Mother's Day weekend. Is backlash or is paper is there a pay-per-view event every first weekend of May? No, I think it's varied sometimes. I don't think it's like a set deal. Um Usually, like, Mania's first weekend in April. Uh, Rumble's, like, the second to last weekend in January. Uh, okay. I think they're just kind of random. Yeah, big uh, big sports weekend. Um, I mean, we got NBA playoffs, you got NHL playoffs, you got the Kentucky Derby, Backlash, um, you got college baseball going on. So, a little, little bit of a Premier League gamble there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dude, we don't talk about – I'm a Spurs fan. We don't talk about Premier League anymore. Nah, I wouldn't want we, to either. <laughs> we we stay we there is no soccer anymore unless you're Napoli. Napoli see where see here soccer. See here's the here's the table. Man City's right here. We're the head of the I, table. How you like that? I mean, I I sat through a six one game. I watched the entire game. Hey, that's okay. Y'all beat us every time, so you should be happy. <laughs> ah, fucking Gareth Gareth Bale. I'm glad he's gone. Would you trade? Guy. Would you trade? Spurs winning a Premier League title over never beating City again. Just one though, just one. Never, never beat us again ever. Well, I would. The only reason I would say yes is because. So I started liking Tottenham. I started playing FIFA 07. Martin Yole was the head coach of Tottenham back then, and I just I thought they had. A, Good uniform, had some good players and stats. All Ledley King stuff like that back in the yeah. day. Yeah, and so I started watching them. And the only legitimate time we could have won the Premier League is we would have beaten Arsenal. Yeah, which would have been amazing. So if 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 I can say we win the Premier League over Arsenal and never beat Man City, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Now, if it's like we're winning the Premier League over like Liverpool or something, like whatever, I, I don't care. But if we yeah. were to win the Premier League over Arsenal, yeah, I'd That'd be, be pretty sweet. Okay, how about this? I think you got to take that trade. Okay, how about this? Because this is different levels of fanhood and different leagues, different sport. Tottenham. Uh, okay, how about this? Tottenham. Okay. Premier League. Okay. And Champions League titles. Okay. Ooh. Or if you if you say what I think you're gonna say, I'm gonna pick that one. <laughs> or Memphis Tigers. Uh I mean I, sorry, I will I'm just gonna like, a national title is a little far fetched. How dare you? College football playoff appearance. Dude, I cried when we made it to the cotton bowl. I was like break we were at Amanda's friend's house and like we beat Cincinnati in the American Championship. <laughs> And I'm like bawling like tears. And they're like, what the fuck is wrong with Joe? And Amanda's like, ah, Memphis won the American title. <laughs> and all the people are like, 
explain please. people are like the what title like explain what other what other title would it be what country and i was just i was walking around the house i was drinking um uh goose island bourbon barrel stout drunk off my ass it's amazing and i was just that. going i was going them's my boys <laughs> them's my boys right now <laughs> hell yeah this was this was way back before this became a thing but basically that in that moment you were him yeah you were him i really was i yeah. really was Every time um, a team needs a quarterback, do you still say like, "Hey, Paxton Lynch is out there"? <laughs> Dude, pa- Paxton Lynch is so good. It's pretty remarkable so that good. neither Paxton Lynch or Chad Kelly made it. I both played for the Broncos. The Paxton Lynch side is the Bronco curse. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I believe Paxton Lynch wouldn't have made it. John Elway ran them into the ground. Now the fact that Neil Suber didn't make it from back in the day. Yeah, that for Danny Wimpron. Okay, oh, damn. God, dude ran out of fingers for his state titles in high school. Danny Wimprom throwing to Duke Calhoun. Wasn't that it? Ooh, Raleigh, uh, Egypt. Raleigh, Egypt, baby. Raleigh, Egypt, baby. Hey, Rose. Uh, dude, those Memphis teams were fucking good. So legit. So legit. Just re up my D'Angelo and Joseph Doss. Two fingers round, three fingers down. Who's the tight end? Who's the tight end from Christian Brothers? Oh, the the redhead? Or was that the lineman? That was a lineman. Um, shit, what was his that's name? The redhead, that's the one that knocked out Kimdichi and bragged yeah. about it, right? Yeah. Yes, correct. I just re-upped my season tickets, too. Oh, yeah? I was talking to the little intern when I was calling to re-up them. I was like, hey, I was like, is this money going to go to Fire Silverfield? Did you say? Did you say? Hang up and say I got a good feeling about this year. Lord, no, I have a horrible <laughs> feeling about this year. Like, this is uh, our year, boys. All right, real quick. I have a. We were talking about this before we hit the button. Obviously, I'm pretty sure we're all in the camp of, you know, tip your waiters, your servers. Yeah. yeah. Um, people deliver food to yeah. you. Tip. Correct. Question on takeout that you like or carry out. Excuse me. Do you tip on carry out? One dollar. Okay, that's fair. One dollar. Uh, at least you have to put the effort that you're like acknowledging it, but you know so, you didn't really do anything. Where I get screwed though is I get carry out from places I go normally. So you want to keep that good rapport. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. So like my thing is so I guess my baseline. What, you know, how do I constitute giving a tip or not? It's like, did you actually do anything? Now, I know the kitchen staff made the food. Yeah. But like the actual people there that are at the carryout window or like the servers, like they didn't do anything. That's like, I also, there, there's been different scenarios where like if I go into a takeout place and I know they're getting reamed and like that lady is like, like got two people on hold and she's like, yeah, checking somebody else out and that, I'll maybe tip a little bit more. If I walk into like an empty like McAllisters and like they're playing with their phone, dollar. Yeah, there's a dollar. That's like that's like Huey's. Yeah, whoever the the poor soul that gets that gets the short straw and has to do the carry out window or carry out mm. door, I'm usually giving them something. That's a gauntlet. Uh, the yeah. mugshots on the branch is horrible. Like that, just that's, in general, that's the mugshots kill it. Like. No, I, I like mugshots like food and like that in general. But they're like always busy. Their, their takeout situation in Olive Branch, 
mm-hmm. is the one that I would almost say no tip for. Yeah. So I'm with you, Matt. Like I typically, as someone who has worked in the service industry, mm-hmm. I feel bad. So I'll at least give them like a dollar or two. Yeah. Same here. But like, if it's a place that I've gone to a lot and I know they ain't doing shit. Yeah. Nah, you're getting a fucking Z. The one I don't understand is the, shipping them. apparently pizza delivery yeah. people don't like being tips just five. But if you have a $20 order, I mean, if I order $20 at a sit down restaurant, I'm going to tip 20%, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, if it's a $20 pizza order and you tip five, I mean, I think that's fair, right? Yeah. Yeah. When I'm doing, when I'm doing DoorDash. I know five is 25%. If I do like a, (laughs) this is more money just in case. But if I'm doing an order on DoorDash. And I get fees are insane. Eighteen to twenty percent. Oh, dude, it's a, it's ridiculous. Then we quit doing it. Perfectly fine. If I get a buck or two, then I, I accept it. Yeah, but like with DoorDash, like that's the thing. Like if you if you actually get what is the quote unquote standard for tips, I, I'm I'm shocked and happy. Lane, are you using one of those professional like circle lights? No, I drive a I drive a 2001 BMW, and like they get what they get. <laughs> uh, I pull up, and they're like DoorDash. I'm like, yeah, bro, here's your food, bro. Let's go. Lane is uh, apparently falling in from a closet with the lights off. Oh, good lord! <laughs> no, I, I was trying. I was trying to do like wrestling music or whatnot, and I was gonna like <laughs> I, I'm in the room or whatnot, and I literally was trying to like like turn all the lights off with the wrestling music it did not work out <laughs> i hope you like answered i hope you answered like room service while like the cane music was playing in the background <laughs> no no I, I really i really did have like the shinsuke nakamura music in the background you realize you were there like i didn't realize no, there was, was a second screen <laughs> I, I was trying to come in hot so. there we go there we go you were coming in with some heat like yeah. Kane. There we go. Yeah. How, how's yeah. uh? My God, that's got to be Lane. Yeah. <laughs> that's Lane's music. How's How's Milwaukee? Uh, it's it's been pretty jazzy. To be honest, really walk, hey, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I saw Alice Cooper earlier, and so. <laughs> hey, by the way, Alice yeah. Cooper is a scratch golfer. Big golfer. Big golfer, Alice Cooper. Yep. Yeah. Lane, this is this is very this is very apropos that you're in Milwaukee because on the last episode we talked about uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. We did. Well, I, I might be Jeffrey Dahmer. Jesus Christ, he is him. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey, dude, dude, Jeffrey you always, you always have to go in the paint. You always have to go in the paint. But uh, so, how are you guys doing there? We're good. We're you know a good lane. Joe and I are in a garage in an undisclosed location. Yeah, North right. Mississippi in North me, Mississippi. Me, Joe, and Zach yeah. are on the same state lines right now. And, yeah, that's and, and, and I, I'd imagine Adam York right now is currently big leaguing somebody at Kroger right now. <laughs> is that correct? <laughs> yeah, dude, that, Just that guy's bodied. He's that, not even here to defend himself. That guy's an asshole. He freaking big leagues. <laughs> it's like just like freaking going around like trying to get the cracker bill of cheese. Like the shredded cheese that they have going on. So. <laughs> he's that highfalutin. Yeah, he's he's, he's gonna a, be. He's, a, right. he's not a Tillamook guy. 
yeah. yeah. He's gonna be on here. Uh, yeah. Just filling you in, like he's 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 handling some some work. You know, got some real life stuff. Yeah. He's gonna join. He's buying you uh, some frozen like, beans. Please just say, please say as many bad things as you can. He's well, I'm telling you right now, he's in the freezer Detroit. section buying you frozen peas for that ass whooping to lay on you. <laughs> Detroit, what? Detroit, what? Detroit, anybody? Are you? Anybody? Uh, mm-hmm. Have you been? Have you been talking shit about Kid Rock since you've been up there? No, I, I hate Kid Rock. He really failed. Failed us all. I mean, I mean, like, like Kid Rock is he was he was freaking awesome back in the day, like Woodstock '99 or whatnot, and then like he just like went like straight QAnon member, country music, and like you know it's just it, it was it's it's ridiculous. He got red pilled hard. It's unfortunate. Yeah, red pilled. Yeah. Just to- y'all had a guest in the back. Yeah, yeah. It, it, who was that? That was Gretchen. That's yeah. my roommate. She was just moseying through. That's my roommate was, was I, I it Gretchen? It was like a phantom or like a yeah. ghost. <laughs> Was it Gretchen Wiener from uh, Mean Girls? Gretchen Wiener. <laughs> oh gosh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Bula. <laughs> Bula music. Bula. All right, I mean, so let's let's get so, into it. So, what what is Adam York doing right now? Is he, he's I, just, you know, he's, I just told he's, you he's doing work. He's got important stuff going on. Important. He, well, I guarantee he's probably down at Kroger right now, being mean to somebody. We're talking. We're talking high level shit. Okay. High level shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The the turf war. Yeah. Yeah. TJ Mulligan talking Kirby right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you're also smoking here? Not even smoking. I'm mad. You my fried catfish. <laughs> All right. So hey, remember that TJ Mulligan's on uh, Quince back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it was. It was. It was a jam. It was pretty cool. There's still Lane. one in there's still Lane. one in Lakeland. When was the last time you went to Fox and Hound? Well, I, I honestly I don't, I don't think they're like opening. The one I don't I don't think the, the one in court of it or next to the old bogies is not open, I don't think. Anymore. No way. No. Yeah. It's it's called it's called something different now. Is the one yeah. off Poplar? No Clark Tower. No way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's they, all, it's they, I, I think they're all close. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Which me and uh, me and York had a plaque <laughs> at that one. Really? Yeah, we had spent so much money there. We got our names on the whole thing. Dude, people, people will will pay it forward. Dude, we fucking we pounded that fox and hound like every night for like six straight years. Yeah. That like, was like my, the my, my brother class of 05 get back together during a Christmas break location. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my brother basically got his picture on the wall at the commissary in Germantown because they would just go there and sit at the same table for like two years. <laughs> getting yeah. your picture at the wall at the commissary is a little bit more respectable than getting your picture yeah. on the wall at the Fox and Hounds. Yeah, that's like see, being like, that's like being on the wall in one of those frame pictures at like Chili's back in the nineties, like yeah. when you're like swinging on a tire swing. <laughs> well, see, <laughs> I earned it. Like I got on the wall at the commissary because <clears throat> I won a state championship. There you go. So, he just got on there because he sat in the same. Fucking table for two years. I gotta say, I think that's impressive. More money to them. <laughs> I, I mean, kudos. I mean, that's that's pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> I mean, they basically just you know put it up next to the table. That's cool. Um, yeah. All right, so let's get into it. Backlash twenty twenty three, Puerto Rico, right? Let's just. It is, yeah. Puerto, yeah. Puerto Rico. That's pretty cool. Is is this? And I'm I I plead ignorance here, but like. Is this the first event like that that's happened in Puerto Rico? It's the return. Oh, they first did, time uh, since 2005. New when, Year's when resolution. Matt was at Fox and Hound. Is that, was it New Year's <laughs> resolution? Uh, 
It says no. I, I I think I think they did do like a New Year's it just says, or not. It just says WWE yeah. returns to Port, uh, Puerto Rico for the first time since yeah. five. That's when cool. it brings backlash to yeah. the island. New Year's Revolution 2005. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's nice. when they did the Elimination Chamber. That's when John Cena lost to Edge. John, Bad Bunny's going to be here. John Cena never loses. He's the best wrestler of all time. He's huh. better than Hulk Hogan. He's better than The Rock. Even, He's better than everybody else. What even is he? What He's is his Bad, hair. What is Bad Bunny? Bad Bunny is an undefeated WWE wrestler. I tell you what, he he's an excellent, excellent wrestler. I thought and he was. He's a, also, I, thought he was a, like, I thought he was a SoundCloud rapper. No, no, he's, he's no. Bad Bunny is like. No. He is, do not. He, he is better he, than a SoundCloud rapper. Bad Bunny is like the headliner at like Coachella and Lollapalooza yeah. now. Yeah, Dude, he's well, that's he's not saying yeah. much. He's pushing numbers now. I mean, I I, I wish he, he was coming to the Bill Street Music Festival next week. He just week, broke some billboard. <laughs> he just broke some billboard like top ten record that stood for a long time. Yeah, he's a big deal now. Look, we get yeah. Fuck uh, if I know. I didn't know. Cross and Robert Plant at Bill Street now. That's what we get. You got to get up front row so you can see right. <laughs> Robert Plant's hog. Just fucking hog just sitting there. So are are, are you are Barking you guys big you. three? Are you guys big three eleven fans? I'm ashamed to admit how many three eleven concerts. Why I've would attended. why would I why would I be a three eleven? So where does that so come from so so Jessica was they're playing big three, big big three eleven fan. She will not see this. So I'm just gonna like go in on this. But she <laughs> like she she trot around like a peacock smoking weed at the three eleven concerts and like she she thinks it's so cool and like literally. I troll her. I like literally like take a bath in our, our bathroom or whatnot, and I play three eleven to troll her while she's on. <laughs> take a bath. <laughs> you gotta take a you, you gotta take a soak every now and then, guys. I mean, like, I mean, <laughs> let it, it soak. This, 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 this is a dad podcast, correct? Yeah, but I'm but not it, taking baths. But are you are you putting like stuff in the bath to like soothe the muscles? You getting like bath like bombs? That? No, I, I, I put, salt? I, you have a John Cena bath. bath no, bomb. I, I put Epsom salt in there, <laughs> and then uh, and then after I get out, I, I use my John Cena um like bath towel. Then so. Oh gosh. Hey, are you guys still there? Gosh. Lane. <laughs> Lane, just for just for the uh, just for the sake of uh, for YouTube purposes, turn your phone sideways. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna turn it sideways because you just told me to turn it sideways. It's 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 better in landscape mode. It'll look better. No, I'm I'm gonna leave it like this. I'm gonna leave it like this. Yeah, I kind of prefer Lane's Guantanamo Bay look. Okay. Okay. Is that better? Yeah. That's see. That's way better. Can I just say something? We we got new listeners in Brazil. We don't want to piss them off. I'm disappointed he's not in there. Detroit. What? Detroit. What? Yeah. I wish you were. I wish you were in an airport (laughs) talking (laughs) to random people, not not on mute. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you you always have the you always have to go on the paint on people. That wasn't even actually like where the bathroom was. Lane proceeded to tell like where the bathroom was, which stall was his favorite. Uh, yeah. That's just Pete Curtin. The soap, what, how the soap that's, situation was. Pete Curtin. All right. Well, I mean, it was Chicago here. I mean, that's where they filmed like part of like Home Alone too. Though. I mean, if you come on, if you don't know what you're doing in O'Hare, yeah, fucking Google it. Don't story. Midway sucks shit. No, I, I'm well. I'm, I'm right ne- next to it right now, and it is a complete shithole. Okay, we're just yeah. getting into the. 
the heavy hitters here right out of the gate. Yeah. Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar. Lot of lot of intrigue here. Will WWE decide to put Lesnar over Rhodes? I mean, I've been I've been doing my research. I've been keeping up. Cody Cody Rhodes, a uh, ton of momentum. So it's like you guys are way deeper in it than we than we are. But like, what's the what's the vibe here with with the WWE storylines and how do we think that this will play out with with this one? I think. I'm thinking Cody Rhodes wins um, because Rhodes already lost to Roman Reigns. And I think like that was a big hit at WrestleMania, but I, I feel like Lester's just kind of like Matt, you talked about it on the last show when we were pre- talking about WrestleMania. You were like, man, there's just some guys that they know they can put on the card and they're going to sell a shit ton of tickets and get people hype. Yeah. I feel like that's what Lester is. Um, for sure, he injects. Uh, he he brings a lot of eyes. The he brings the casual fans. And the, I mean, yeah. got a lot of UFC fans that probably watch just because he's on there. But yeah, they anytime they need a little boost, they uh they put Lesnar in the mix. I mean, to but, his credit, he's yeah, it. and and uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, like <clears throat> he, he's been and, at, at and, the top and, level for almost twenty years now. And um. I was reading something the other day or whatnot about Lesnar or whatnot. I, I think this is his probably the last couple of years or whatnot. And he's going to try to put all those guys over as much as he can. Don't, don't you agree, Matt? So, yeah, I agree. I think Cody Rhodes wins just for the sheer yeah. fact. The only reason yeah. I, I would think I could see um, it being a weird finish where like Lesnar yeah. does something to get himself disqualified. He's done that a lot lately. So he looks still looks strong, but he loses. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. This is a this. I feel like they're kind of wasting this because it was um not a lot of build to it. I mean, they're yeah, huge. That, they started it, honestly, not at all. And yeah. this could have been like a you know pretty marquee match. Like this yeah. could have been a SummerSlam match, and it got kind of thrown together. I just don't see them letting Cody Rhodes lose two two uh, pay per view matches in a row. Um, it's obvious he's kind of one of the golden geese right now. Him and Roman Reigns. Um, I just can't see him losing two pay per views in a row. But it's not going to be – I don't see it being a clean win. It's going to be some kind of funky finish. Yeah. Maybe somebody helps Cody Rhodes. Um, but, again, kind of like I was talking about the last one with Chris Jericho, like a loss does nothing for Lesnar. It's not going to It's not gonna hurt no, him. No, no. A loss and, uh, for yeah. Cody Rhodes absolutely, absolutely kills any kind of momentum. So, I think it'll, so, be, it'll be a good yeah. match. Cody Rhodes has shown – like last year he had a Hell in a Cell match that he wrestled with a torn pec. So, he enjoys kind of taking a beating – and there's nobody that puts out a beating like Brock Lesnar. So he's, I can see him whipping Cody's ass for 20 minutes and Cody getting the win. But I can also see some kind of weird finish. But I, yeah, I agree. Cody Rhodes. Yeah. What's the, to, to me, and looking at it from a little yeah. bit further away, like what is, what is the point of this match now? Like why wouldn't this match be at SummerSlam? Like why would you do this match? in theory, so quickly after WrestleMania? Like, why wouldn't you extend this out a little bit? So, I think they're, I think they're going to no. build towards another Cody-Roman uh, Reigns match where Cody gets the redemption and gets finally gets the title. I don't know if they're going to pull the trigger that quickly at SummerSlam with that. So I, this, I, they, They're going to pull it at WrestleMania next year. I, I think they're going to pull it at WrestleMania, and it's going to be the redemption arc. Yeah. You know, yeah. Cody came yeah. in winning everything, and he, he – you know, he needed to get knocked down. Yeah. They they, they got to build some 
some drama for um, yeah. Cody Rhodes to win the title because he won literally almost every single match since he's been back. And to put the title on him that quick, it would kind of not only ruin Roman Reigns' finally losing, but it would also turn the fans on Cody because people like to cheer for an underdog. And if he's winning everything, it's mm. they're not going to – his win is not going to be appreciated. It, it would turn stale in two months. They, they would mm. take the title off him, put it back on Roman or somebody else. Um, so now he gets to build for a year, getting back to the top of the mountain. And this is – it's a great bridge match. I mean, if you're going to have a bridge match to get him to that point, Brock Lesnar's one of the best opponents they could put him against. Yeah. Um, and they got to keep Cody main event level. They can't put him against somebody that's, you know, a waste yeah. of time. Yeah. I can also see him winning this match and Brock Lesnar, you know, real or fake, just beating the absolute shit out of him and Cody being off TV for a month. Um, you know, building more sympathy towards, you know, his cause you know, comes back from another, you know, real or fake injury. But, yeah, ultimately, I, th- I think Cody Rose wins this. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree. And also, too, I mean, like, this this is backlash. So it's always the hangover from WrestleMania or whatnot. It's always kind of like uh, – A lot of rematches from like, WrestleMania. A lot, lot, lot of rematches. Like, you know, it's kind of like a show show. Like, I don't, I don't know. But, yeah. Roman's I mean, but not I mean, even like, wrestling okay. on the card. I mean, the, no, the I mean, world yeah. champ's I mean, not even yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, and he's going to be gone probably in a couple of years, too, I think. Yeah, he's going to be off TV. He's going to be used sparingly until SummerSlam, I'm sure. Yeah. Not a champion, so he'll have a and good match. Yeah, and yeah. He's got to eventually join the Fast franchise at some point. He kind of like like is in the atmosphere because he was on the – what is it, Hobbs and um Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah, he Hobbs was he Shaw. was uh yeah. he was Hobbs's cousin in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> um all right, next. Uh you guys were filling me in on this guy, I had no clue that he was this successful. Um <laughs> Bad Bunny, Damian Priest, San Juan Street Fight. So you're gonna have to educate me on what that is, but I'm gonna throw it's in. all bad bunny. Okay, I'm going to throw it to y'all, but I'm just going to say, I don't know, uh, CBS Sports, Brent Brookhouse is saying this is just going to be a send the crowd home happy match. Bad Bunny wins it because um, it is in his native Puerto Rico. And, and Zach, it's like listening to Paul Feinbaum every day. So most of the time, though, if you wrestle, <laughs> if you're wrestling in your hometown, you're guaranteed to lose. It's like an old Vince McMahon yeah. trope. If, you, yeah. if you're wrestling in your hometown, you're going to lose. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think with this one, yeah. That, so anytime you have a gimmick match like this where there's no rules, it's usually to kind of cover for somebody's inability to wrestle because they can just pull out weapons and just beat the hell out of each other. Um, they do that a lot to cover the fact that somebody in the match ball is not very good at wrestling. Um, but Damian Priest is a good wrestler. Bad Bunny has shown that no, he, and, and, he can hang. Bad, Bu- Bad Bunny is an excellent wrestler. And, uh, he, he's a lot he's of these, just, a lot of these he's celebrity just guys. like Logan Paul. Logan Paul is yeah, freaking exactly. – he, he, he can wrestle the tail off. These celebrity guys now, it's not like it used to be where they showed up the night of the, the pay-per-view and just, you know, get in there, throw a few punches, get yeah. slammed a couple times. Like, they're, they're like, practicing with these guys because they yeah. don't want to look bad. Um, so, I, I think it'll be entertaining. But, I mean, Damian Priest is one of those guys where <laughs> – He's not like he's he's mid card right now, you know. I don't I just don't see them putting him. He gains nothing from winning, and he really yeah. doesn't gain anything. It doesn't hurt him to lose, and it's it's 
it's in Puerto Rico. I think Bad Bunny wins. I think it'll be entertaining. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. There'll be some kind of outside interference with uh, Damian Priest being part of um, his his group. They'll they'll be the Judgment Day. They'll be involved somehow. But I can see where Ray Mysterio and all those guys come in and help Bad Bunny get the win. Yeah, and 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 Paul Feinbaum will probably show up and and probably he, interfere with the match too. He might. Yeah. Marty and <laughs> Marty and uh, McGee. Mar- Mar- yeah, Marty McGee. Don't, don't talk bad about Marty. Yeah. I love. Don't talk bad about that. I love them. Um, love them. All right, SmackDown Women's Title Champ. Now, I might jinx it. Ray Ripley. Rhea. Rhea Ripley. Yeah. All right, there it is. There's the bingo board. I'm everyone in the so everyone in the world when they see R H E A says Ray. So yeah. But yeah, it's so, pronounced Rhea. And then Zelina Vega. Yeah. Yes. Great name. And Um, so in this match, what's going to happen is the uh, general manager is going to decide that Zelina Vega is not eligible and Natty is going to come out and fight in this match. I think think Matt, Matt, you know how to throw that in. (laughs) He had to get a Natty uh, Natty reference. Yeah, yeah. Matt, you just referenced it. Now, he's not in charge anymore, but kind of a Vince McMahon throwback here where Vega's hometown going to have a lot of crowd support, but <laughs> she's going to get demolished. People, a lot of people predicting that Ripley. Uh, keeps this is going to be probably the shortest match of the night. Uh, okay. Yeah. Ray Ripley I mean, just won the title. There's no way she's going to lose it a month after winning it. They're building it, it, her up to be the most yeah. dominant woman in wrestling. There's this could be a, a five-minute match. Yeah, I mean, this is a bathroom match or whatnot, which kind of stinks because both of those wrestlers <laughs> are really, really good. But I mean, it is what it is. So, yeah. Matt, Matt, do you agree with me on this? I can see this being right yeah. before the main event. Yeah, I mean, it's it's unfair to them, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, they're building they're building Rhea Ripley up as a monster, yeah. and she's she's going to run through the roster for probably yeah. a few months. Yeah. So this is just kind of put in as a builder for her, almost like a. Yeah, she they're 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 building her and marketing her is pretty much you know unstoppable right now. And Zelina Vega, um, again, is probably mid level as far as the women's division. She can wrestle fine, um, but um, Rhea Ripley right now, there's not there's maybe one or two people on the entire roster that would get a win over her at this point right now. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely gonna be Rhea Ripley. Yeah. It- did I see incorrectly, or does is Vince is he back a little bit more in control than what he once was? Like, so I think like you know upper management stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think you know facilitating yeah. sale and all that. From what I've read, he is still meddling with like the booking and like storylines and stuff. But that is that is coming to an end. Um, apparently, that was part of the deal. Was that he was not going? He was going to be hands off. As far as storylines and all that, um, don't know if that's ever true or not. Because I mean, he owns it. Is he, so. is no, he still, and, and, and he, he's a hundred percent, hundred percent involved still. He's 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 in. Tri- yeah. You know, you know, right now Triple H is the guy yeah. who's considered the booker, who's like deciding yeah. all the outcomes of the matches and all that stuff. And I mean, it's his father. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's in his ear I mean, at some the, point the, about stuff. There's there's no like deciding outcomes because wrestling is real. <laughs> it is you know it is wrestling wrestling is real people are fake <laughs> yeah. is 
So I it's, think he's in. I think he's involved somewhat. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure with the bigger marquee stuff, like as yeah. far as what goes on with Roman Reigns and all that, this yeah. man probably has more say in it. But as far as like everything, probably not anymore. Is uh, is he still sporting that terrible mustache? Dude, that is the most bizarre thing I've ever dude, seen. Dude, dude, I mean, I, I, I kind of like give him kudos on it. I that mean, is the ultimate, like, if, if, um, if, if, you, if, you, if you're going to do that, you just have to go all in on it. That is the yeah. ultimate, like, like yeah. you know, that montage and forgetting Sarah yeah. Marshall where he, like, wears yeah. all the, just the horrible crap because yeah. his girlfriend made him wear it, or his wife. <laughs> Vincent Mann, whoever he is, whoever he is dating right now, I guess told him that looked great because that's the only way I could think that he, that's the only. He looks he like a he looks like a B list villain from Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> he, he looks like if, he looks like if Gomez Adams got on trend. Roboto's like cousin. <laughs> he, 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 look, he, he looks like he's like from Law and Order SVU, the villain. Yeah, he literally looks like if, he literally looks like if Gomez Adams drank the Ninja Turtle ooze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like the the crooked attorney general. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he looks like he should be wearing yeah. a zoot a zoot suit. Yeah. What? So I know this takes away from like what we're talking about, but so when I guess when and if, or maybe just when he is completely out of the loop, like what what changes? Like how does and and I I'm I'm gonna booking kinda, style. Yeah, I I want to disagree with Matt on this. He, he, I, as long as he's alive or whatnot, he's gonna have some say in for sure, a little bit. No, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. He's going to so, be involved yeah, somehow. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, because I mean, it, it's even his without baby, the business, he's, he's, he's not Triple H's yeah. father-in-law. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. see each yeah. other very frequently. Yeah. He's yeah. still, I'm sure he's still well, mentoring like Triple H and like trying yeah. to on how to run well, and, this. And that's that's my thing. It's like if if he in theory goes away, then Triple H is there, and it's like, well, is Triple H a guy that's going to say, well, I'm going to go completely? 180 away from everything Vince did. Or yeah. Is he just going to be a? There will probably be some. There will probably be some templates, you know, obviously that he's used yeah. and, and booking pe- people in wrestling have used for 200 years. Um, but the thing that's different between this two is Triple H is actually a wrestler, and yeah. he knows what wrestlers want. He knows probably more what the fans want. Um, Vince, Vince is all business. He knows what's going to bring the yeah. ratings. He knows, yeah. you know, Vince, I mean, he created WrestleMania. He, he he brought the casual person that didn't care about wrestling, wasn't going to go to like a, you know, a 2,000-person little tiny building to watch yeah. wrestling. I mean, the Attitude Era, you know, it was like his next thing after WrestleMania. That was yeah. his brainchild, you know, bringing more casual people in. So I'm sure things that Vince McMahon has done in the past, Triple H will use. And some of his, I mean, some of it was great. I mean, he built the biggest wrestling company in the world, so he yeah. knows he knew what he was doing. But yeah, I, I think that, I think the month to month booking is the stuff that drove wrestling fans crazy. Just you know, I know John, I know Lane will hate this, but just you know, like John Cena winning over and over, or taking one guy and just having him win all the time, or you know these horrible finishes where you know something just stupid. You had like months and months of storyline, and you know something stupid happened at the end. I think you could probably we'll probably get away from that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be hard for him. Yeah. I mean, nine times out of 10, a really successful entrepreneur is not just going to just bail on what he built. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. you know, again, it, it's that, that company is his baby or whatnot. And he's not going to like walk away from that. Yeah. I, mean, I know, I know he has a bunch of sexual assault things or whatnot, but like, he's not going to walk away from it. 
All yeah. right. Uh, big tag team match here. The bloodline here in desperate need of some momentum. Um, but CBS is going against the grain here. They think that's why they should lose. So you got Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn versus the Usos and Solo Sequoia. Sequoia? 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 Cannon. Cannon. <laughs> Cannon. Um, Cannon. So, yeah, a lot of, lot of potential intrigue for uh, star power um, to carry over. A lot of momentum work going towards, like, Raw – and just like talking about the yeah. the booking, you know, week in, week out. Um, CBS is going, you know, against the Usos and Cannon. Uh, so like, yeah, so that um, that, that makes sense, right? I think that that will actually probably be <laughs> one of the easier matches to predict tonight. I think uh, Sami Zayn, Matt Riddle, and Kevin Owens win this one. Um, they're building the storyline right now, you know, with the bloodline. Basically, everyone else in the bloodline other than the Usos is doing well right now. And storyline-wise, it's like making Roman Reigns mad that the Usos lost the title and that they can't get it back and all that. And uh, um, like the weekly shows, they're planting seeds that Roman Reigns is ultimately going to kick them out if they continue to lose. And, again, I, I kind of like I said about Rhea Ripley just winning the title, I don't see a month later them taking – and this isn't for the title, I know that, but uh, I don't uh-huh. see them taking any momentum from um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, which – but them making it a uh, six-man tag, I can see where they – I can see where Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens lose because they can lose and not lose the titles. Right. And so maybe this is, you know, the Usos trying to get more redemption, but uh, – no, I agree. I think um, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Matt Riddle win this one and further plants more seeds that the Usos are on the outs with the bloodline. Well, I'll be honest with you. I think Matt Cardona is going to win this match. <laughs> 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 and, and he, he, he's an indie god, dude. He is the indie the reference, but he, he is the indie god, Matt. And yeah, he's going to he's going to be like the most over wrestler in the next two years for the WWE. Let's um and, che- and, and you know that Chelsea is, you know, she's she, she I don't know. But yeah. Let's run through these next That's two. good lane. Yeah. <laughs> Let's run through these next two kind of yeah. quick because we're going to get to the main event and then we'll get to yeah. the, the regular programming. But you got um Cannon. Raw, Raw Cannon. women's title. Cannon. Bianca Belair. <laughs> Cannon. Is it IO Sky or IYO? What was this? Cannon. I think it's I think it's IO. I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know. <laughs> okay, either. okay. Even no, that yeah. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. I don't know. Cannon. It, it has to be Blair, right? <laughs> well, yeah, so, Bianca. Okay. Yeah. So back, back to Lane. So and this is just something in terms of like, you know, throwing something kind of out there. Is in the in the schedule of the year of what happens, mm-hmm. yeah, is this kind of that that kind of pay per view that in theory would be where something just the 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 writers, the decision makers, and everything do kind of say, hey, you know what, we're, we're going to throw something complete no, well, different th- out there. Th- well, first off, in wrestling, there's no writers. 
It's I real. Think, <laughs> I think. So, um, yeah. And Matt Cardona. Well, they, 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 decision makers. <laughs> decision makers. Yeah. Typically, yeah. Um, typically, um, backlash is usually rematches from WrestleMania. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's a lot of time they use it to like blow off the feud, kind of mm. end, end the matchup that mm. has been going on for the past couple months. This card's kind of weird, other than the you know Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn going against the Usos, which has been going on for a while. Yeah, most of these matches are people that have not been wrestling against each other. Mm. Um, most actually, that is the only one uh, that were they've had a matchup within the last few months. So it's usually blow offs, the fuse. Usually, whoever won at Mania usually wins again. Um, yeah. Doesn't always happen, but uh, most of the time they win again. But um, like this one, they just kind of – I think they had a number one contender match somehow with the women to face Bel Air. So, there's no real, like, rivalry either. Um, so, Bianca yeah. Bel Air, they're kind of marketing as she – whether they know it or not, she's kind of become like a Hulk Hogan or John Cena in the women's division. She's unbe- – not only is she unbeatable, yeah. but, like, everyone pretty much loves her. I think the only time – I think the only way she can turn on her is if she continues to just keep winning – but she is she is just like Matt Cardona. <laughs> she yeah, the she, new is she the new Lita? <laughs> <laughs> no, she really is. She's like Hulk. I mean, she's like her feats of strength are crazy. She picks up like everyone above her head. She's got mm. like a great finishing move. The crowd loves her. She's about as baby face as it gets. So there's no like toting the line of like villain at all with her. She is all good. And uh but how how long would she have to win until until it flips, until it turns. Usually, usually people start getting sick of somebody winning. Usually around SummerSlam time, and it always kind of ends up in a good well, way. I mean, most of the time, I, I, SummerSlam is the anti-mania. Yeah. Mania usually is all baby faces win. You know, it's the end of a storyline. Send everybody home happy. It's the big pay per view, and usually SummerSlam is when all the like the bad guys or the villains win. It's yeah. the only time I can see people turning on her, but it, it all depends on who she's matched against too. Because if yeah. they put her up against a villain who's got a lot of momentum and everybody, you know, kind of likes, kind of like an anti-hero, maybe they would turn on her. But it would take it would I think it would take a lot for people to turn on Bianca Ooh. Belair, mm-hmm. anti-hero. But no, nice, no, nice but like seriously right though, there. like it's. But Roman Reigns has had the title for so long though. That's a, that's a whole another beast though. They're trying to like build him up as one of the best champions, yeah. like in the history of wrestling. Yeah. Like he's gonna hold it for four years. That's a whole that's a whole another ball game. All right, last well, one he, for the he, main he, event he, here. He sucks. <laughs> you don't like John, Roman Reigns, Lane? No, remarkable John, analysis there. John Cena is the best wrestler of all time. Natty's the, one of the best wrestlers of all time. And Matt Cardona is going to be the next WWE champion. Somebody has right. to tag Matt Cardona in this. Yeah. <laughs> Detroit Austin, what? Detroit right, what? Austin Theory yeah. versus Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed. Um, yeah, I feel like this one's pretty easy. Yeah. This is the one that actually I, I had the most difficulty predicting. Um, if there was going to be a one where, like, Joe, like you were talking about, where they just threw something out there, yeah. This would be the one because Austin Theory has had the title for a long time. They obviously put a lot of, you know, effort into him. He beat Cena at Mania very, you know, pretty clean. Um, Bobby Lashley is a former U.S. champion, former world champion, and they just had the they just had the draft and everybody switched shows. Um, Bobby Lashley just went to SmackDown. 
And typically, whoever's holding the United States title is on the other show, and the Intercontinental is on the other one. The current Intercontinental champion just got drafted raw, so they're going to want to you know keep it on SmackDown. But honestly, this is just my gut feeling. I could see Bronson Reed winning this. Just like a, a new person is not, he's never held the title. I think they're going to maybe want to take it off of Austin Theory because they just introduced this new WWE like heavyweight title it's like it's going to be like raw's world championship they're trying to separate it have that on raw and have the wwe universal heavyweight championship which roman reigns has on smackdown yeah so i don't know if austin theory you know if they're going to try and involve him with the new world championship belt and get this title off of him so he can go pursue that i don't know if they want to put it on lashley because he's had it before but him having it before actually makes you think that they're going to put it on Bronson Reed. I, I, I see this as like the, the wild card upset. Okay. Cause he's like sense. this dude, Bronson Reed's like 450 pounds. He's like five ten. He's like a wrecking ball. Yeah. Uh, they, he's he, just, it's just like been Matt fired Carter. like a year before and did well on like the Indies. They brought him back and I don't know why you bring somebody back like that and put him in a match like this just for him to lose. I think Bronson Reed wins this one. Well, and that that was the thing. Like, I I haven't been, I I haven't been keeping up with everything as I should have been. But knowing that that new kind of twist was put out there with the new belt and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I was wondering how that would affect kind of everything and like how they had to switch things up and kind of move people around as to kind of fill in stuff almost. Typically, after the draft, whoever, <laughs> like, say, like I was talking about, the Intercontinental Champion got drafted Raw in the U.S. I, I didn't watch some of the drafts, so um, I'm not. I know I know Bobby Lashley got drafted SmackDown. I don't know where Austin Theory got drafted. I, I wasn't. I, don't, I wasn't keeping up with the good. I don't know because if he's still on SmackDown, that it would make sense for him to keep the title. But um, just you know, he's had the title for you know the whole the whole year basically. He still didn't just have a lot of momentum. I think it's kind of stalled a little bit. I mean, they they, they let him beat Cena at Mania which should have catapulted him. And I feel like people still don't just like, they're not behind him. And Bobby Lashley has won everything multiple times. Um, I just feel like this yeah. is the one where you got this new guy. He's a big dude. They brought him back for a reason. I feel like he's, I feel like he might win. Throw a bone like, to the big, throw a bone I feel like to this the big is the upset. Animal. I feel like this is the upset of the night. Okay. Yeah. Probably the, uh, and really, to, the only upset of the night, I, I guess, unless you think Cody Rose is. Well, I was, um, was going to say, it's like, I mean, they, they have to have something, right? I mean, something. Yeah, everything, to... everything kind of seems like, I feel like even the casual person can probably predict this card pretty well. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's got to be one upset of the night, and I, I feel like uh, Bronson Reed wins it. Gotcha. Yeah, the, gotcha. and definitely not an upset of the night. Uh, Lane has already dropped off the uh, <laughs> the show here. Uh, there's no telling what he's doing. I feel so, like his, picture, I feel like his neighbor is probably complaining. This, this, so get, this guy in his room keeps saying cannon really loud. Can you get him to stop? Yeah. <laughs> so somebody came to his door. All right. Uh, I assume this is the main event. Seth Rollins, almost. Uh, no, Cody Rose and Brock will probably for sure be the main event. Okay. So this is the last one we're going to touch on. Seth Rollins. Uh, I, we don't even have to talk about. It. I mean, I feel like this is this is a layup. It's gotta be Seth yeah. Rollins, right? Like he's he's like one of the leading contenders for the new like. What what are they? Do they have a name for? It? Is it just? The I think new it's just a WWE heavyweight. heavyweight title. Yeah. Um, 
It looks like the old big gold belt from WCW, but they smacked a uh, WWE logo in the middle of it. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a. I think it's a pretty belt. It's a oh, it's awesome. Belt. It's it's yeah, probably good, one of the better ones they've done in years. Good looking strap. Um, <laughs> yeah, he seems like somebody that's a shoe in for this. I mean, yeah, that's I, the rumor. Is everybody? I think that's the. That's going to be one of those WWE swerves where everybody thinks Rollins is going to be the guy that wins it. I'm sure somebody else will. Um, but this is another weird one. Um, there's really no rivalry there. They kind of just threw this storyline together. Um, almost has to win at some point because they're building him as like the next monster. He lost Brock Lesnar at Mania. But then Seth Rollins is kind of like, if it wasn't for Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins is probably, you know, 1B. He's always going to be in the main event picture um, other than Cody. Uh, Cody's probably above him right now, but I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't really make sense for Seth Rollins to lose. Um, almost is not quite hit that top tier of people yet. So him losing, I don't think would hurt him very bad. Um, but I, I could also see almost winning and continuing this feud and Rollins getting his win back. But I think Seth Rollins wins. Yeah. I mean, Makes to me makes more sense for now. I feel like this is the start of something with them rather than them just having a yeah. couple of weeks of build up and then Rollins wins and moves on to something else. I maybe, feel yeah, like maybe maybe this is like almost controls the entire thing and then there's some interference. The ref doesn't see it. Rollins gets the dub and then it's you know they the announcers the make it out like it's because of his experience that he beat almost. Yeah, they they do the the panning shot of the crowd and then they cut to like the super close zoom in of almost in the ring and he's like this ain't over you know something cliche like that or again this could be a one this could be one yeah this could be one where rons gets the win and then almost like you know choke slams him through the table afterwards and then it continues the feud yeah yeah i think it just doesn't make sense to me for rons to lose do you uh any big predictions or any uh maybe Celebrity appearances, uh, guest appearances, you know, surprise entrances. I mean, what do you think? Uh, no, I feel like this one will be pretty cut and dry. Back, backlash is usually backlash is usually pretty cool because somebody that usually loses at Mania will get their win back. Um, and then none of these are really WrestleMania rematches, which is the whole theme. That's why it's called the backlash of what happened last month. Right. But, um, no, I think there's going to be, there's going to be some craziness with the Brock Lesnar, um, Cody Rose match. I think the match itself will be good. Um, Brock always has a good match. Cody always has a good match. And I'm sure there will be some, I, Roman Reigns is not on the card, but every other person in his group is. So he will be around, uh, He's there. Yeah. I would, I would, I could see him coming out and costing Cody, Cody Rose the win or costing Brock Lesnar. Cause he didn't like either one of them. Um, so th- my only prediction is that, uh, a surprise Roman Reigns appearance. All right. So we'll get into the, uh, regular. Wow. Ooh, regularly. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Double pump. R- regularly scheduled programming. There, with the you, go. there you go. Yeah. That, that's hard. That's hard to say. That was a tough one. That's, that's a, it's when I try to say like, Oh, like it's like, Oh, like, Oh, oil. Talking Lane's, about that all. Oh, Lane's gonna miss the the faction thing. Yeah, he. Hey, 
He's uh I'm a little worried about him. The, the last screenshot that showed up on the computer was just of his like the ceiling ceiling of the room. He just got Bob Saget. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Jeez. Was that oh, bad? Jesus. Uh that's too much. <laughs> all right. So yeah, let's go through those. Uh you had a couple couple lightning round topics you wanted to, to touch on. Um man, uh yeah, we got to do a draft. All right, so let's do uh let's do entrance music. Okay. I'm good. I mean, Joe, is that you good with that? Uh yeah, Kane. Oh, you going first? Yeah, I'll let Joe go first. I like that. Lead it off, okay, Joe. So Joe. I like going Joe, last. I like be I want to be the third pick. Okay, so you're going Kane? Yeah, I I just think that he was my favorite wrestler. Politics Dude. be damned. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, he's doing that. <laughs> Politics be damned, but like, I think we talked about this last time. Wore a yeah, mask. Yeah, I told you, he was the most badass person. Wore a mask for thirty years, and now he hates masks. Yes, I mean, it's just, I, it, God damn, he was, he was fucking cool, man. Like he really was. And I'm like, telling you, man, that interest back in the day when the whole stadium went red, <laughs> and then he walked out like Michael Myers, and then not only that, came to the ring, walked over the top rope, and then lit the ring on fire. I mean, yeah, I mean. Honestly, I mean, that was before pyro was just like super it's, common it's in awesome. wrestling. Yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah, I think what would, he did something in the ring to prompt the fire, didn't he? Yeah, he would raise his arms. Yeah, his arm, and then when he'd bring him down, it would light the turnbuckles on fire. No, dude, Kane's interest back in the day was something. They had to have been aware of that during those like. After that happened, where they're like, "All right, we can't do anything close to the turnbuckles for at least fifteen minutes." Yeah, because you're probably getting a second degree burn. And every cane, every cane match for the first five minutes was nothing but smoke. Like you could barely <laughs> see the wrestlers before they got it under control. They're like trying I mean, to invent like right. fans to clear shit out. I'm, I'm going. It's for or this is a draft, so it's my first round pick. We're talking music, insurance, and everything. Everything included. Yeah. Uh, so I got. I got one in my back pocket that I don't think anyone's going to grab. Yeah. So I got to go Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, yeah. It's easily one of the biggest pops ever. Anytime he ever comes out. Yeah. The, like, I loved as he got older and it was like the, uh, you know, get off my lawn, dad, Stone Cold, <laughs> where when he would come out, he's walking and he's talking. Yeah. And he's just, he's, he's just basically, pissed. he's just basically being like, you motherfucker, just like over and over. Yeah. And then he's looking at the crowd like, can you believe this month? And then, you know, just everything about him and like the, the I mean, the glass shatter, like that's transcendent. Yeah. Say, yeah. Like Everybody just, knows. Him. Yeah. Yeah. So like, but, even if like, you're not a huge wrestling first, fan, you know that. Like back in the late 90s too, like before the Attitude Era when they had the huge screen and they had the ramp and all that, of course, that was awesome. But, like, back when they had the old, like, 94 to 97. Like the curtain? Like, like oh, yeah, but they had they had this, like, tunnel, basically. And usually the wrestlers, it would either be just a tunnel with, like, like lights in it. It would be dark and they'd walk out or they would have some kind of screen yeah. and it would slide like a sliding door. When they started putting the breakable glass and that shit would shatter before he walked out, the glass is, like, <laughs> falling on his shoulders and he's, like, mumbling, like, motherfucker under his breath, like, there was literally nothing like it. I mean, if you just, if you YouTube, oh, just like, 
YouTube yeah. like '98 SummerSlam and that and or uh, WrestleMania 13, and it, it said Austin 316 on it. And it just fucking shattered, and he just walks <laughs> through, just pissed. Like there, there is literally nothing like it. Uh, we talked about it the last podcast, but like the believability of Stone Cold, him just walking through. Like as soon as you saw him, you're like, that guy's going to kick someone's ass. Yeah, he's probably like arguably the most relatable wrestler of all time. And I mean, and then continuing into the ring, he hits all four turnbuckles. It looks at the crowd, double birds everybody. He's just like cussing under his breath the whole time. Yeah, that's that's an all time. He's the he's the realist wrestler. Right, right, right. I mean, like hundred percent, like just, an actual person. Yeah, completely believable. Like no shtick, no nothing. Just like like mid fifties, he's him. posting his Instagram post yeah. and i'm still just like in awe like this dude just could beat He's, everyone's ass what, what was he he was he was putting gas in his ford focus yeah he, i so stone cold, I remember, is, stone cold is number one by mile on celebrity i would i would want to drink a beer with yes there's no one even close you, you, you have to drink like a nice like red like vino with him actually big wine oh the, big that wine. picture of him big wine there. if i ever had a beer with with stone cold i would hit him with his own line and say that is one tasty beverage like he, he would pop 100 percent. see that was uh i watched that clip on youtube when he comes out and hits every mcmahon member with a chair oh my god yeah and then he, and then the rock has the belt and he, he taps, taps the it. belt with the beer yeah. And then there's like the brief moment where you're like, are they about to rumble? He's not toasting to the he's not toasting to the rock. He's toasting that title. Yeah. And so then they and then the rock just Yeah. Like I, I used to always think like that. Like that was one of the was few like, times the rock or Stone Cold had a beer with somebody and didn't stun him. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's usually if you if you if you go back with that beer and you come down, you're getting a you're getting a boot to your stomach and you're getting stunned. Um and then last thing, and then I'll let you go. Like his, um, I used to always in, in, in like middle school, yeah. And like at recess, I would always do the double, but like he did it forward facing, yeah. He's you know, like uh, traditionally a middle finger is this way, like right, but like this. he did it like this, so yeah. Like, it's his, his thing was he would always hit every turnbuckle and he would just do this. And then once the middle finger thing caught on, attitude error, they didn't care, dude. He was just letting him fly. <laughs> there was one video game i can't remember which one it was but if if you had stone cold you picked him when he went into the turnbuckles they would blur his finger out <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome <laughs> thank you tipper gore for that yeah thank you yeah no kidding all right i don't know i don't think i stole yours who are you going with no i mean you always got to have that one in your back pocket but uh as far as interests, i don't think I, I don't know how you beat the undertaker yeah I mean, you hear the gong. I mean, there are grown men, professional wrestlers that have been in the business for, you know, 10 to 20 years that said when that gong hits and the lights go purple that they got chill bumps. I mean, they know the guy in the back. They, they, they're eating catering with them. You know, hey, yeah. this is Mark. Let's have a good match. <laughs> and they get out there and they hear that gong and he walks out and they're, and they're like, they're starstruck. They're like, holy yeah. shit, I'm, this is the Undertaker. He was just he back there eating a craft services chef yeah. salad. And here he comes. Yeah, but he's back there. Always a good like crowd pop. Like, oh, no matter what, that was a – that crowd went boom. Like, I mean, oh. it, not only the, the music itself, but like the stadium goes black. Yeah. And to build anticipation, it would stay black. 
for yeah. minutes before, and then you'd hear the 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 gong, of the, you'd hear the bell ring, and then the smoke starts coming out of the floor. Sometimes he would bring in his druids, and they'd come out doing the oh. <laughs> so you got another five minutes before anything even hits. They're lighting some, they're lighting torches on fire, and yeah. then the gong hits. They- and then the announcer is talking about like I remember Jerry the King Lawyer would say. I think it just dropped 20 degrees in here, just even building the fact that it was even creepier. And then the music did, itself was awesome. Didn't he sometimes have like a Catholic priest that would come out like swinging the incense? Yeah. He would have, he, the, he would have, he would have what's called the Druids. Uh, yeah. They would come out with the hoods on. It was usually like, um, like indie wrestlers that would come out and they'd hire him to come do it. And they would, they'd be holding torches and he'd walk under it. I mean, you can, there's probably compilations on YouTube of different, Undertaker. Oh, there was a one he wrestled CM Punk in New York, and there's literally they got guys. They it's like you know shadowy figures, but like there's hands reaching out from the ground, and it looks like it's like people coming from hell, and he just walks yeah. through the hands. That's I mean, crazy. like what the fuck? How do you beat that? I think York checked him out at next one time. Yeah, in Memphis, I think, I think York checked him out one time. Like he just came in by some Under Armour shit and was just like, yeah. Good. Yeah, I, and then and then again, you know, Kane coming in and doing his hands to yes. when he brings down the flames. Yes. When Undertaker walks up the stairs, when he raises his hands, the lights go up in the stadium. And then it's another like five minutes of him like taking his hat off. And as soon as he takes his hat off, he rolls his eyes in the back of his head. The lightning yeah. crashes. Like, how, how do you compete with that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, uh, who you got? I'm gonna go. Uh... I'm going to go a little jingoistic here. I'm going to go a little highly patriotic, I think. Oh, no. I think when Kurt Angle would come out, <laughs> like in his like wrestling yes. singlet and like just showered and stuff, like, I mean, come on. You, you the most, love, you got to love America. Like, you uh, just have to. Oh, it's so Kurt crazy. Angle, you're talking to like one of the biggest Kurt Angle marks ever. Like, when he would come out, he would do the cheesy like Captain America point up pose and the so, fireworks um, would be going so off. So good. <laughs> And it would oh, have the God. three the three eyes. I can't remember. It's like intelligence, intensity, and something else. Like <laughs> it's it was perfect, man. No, just I'm so, with you, Joe, so on that good, one. So over the top, but just I mean, perfect and every like perfect for him. Yeah, every, everything like, Kurt Angle did, I ate up. So <laughs> he was awesome. Uh, I'm gonna throw this one out there because I think it counts because it was part of their entrance. But I loved when D-Generation X, <laughs> Road Dog, Jesse James, and the badass yeah. Billy Gunn, and they would do the, uh, oh, you didn't know? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. That whole thing was, like, the coolest because the crowd would join in. Yeah. You know, yeah. The tag team champions of the world. And then, uh, you know, obviously, if you don't, if you don't like that, we got two words for you. Like that was yeah. always awesome, and their music was good too. Like the D Generation X, I had the oh. WWE entrance song, uh, you know, CD the album, you know, yeah, from well, like two thousand one. I think I'm pretty sure it was Volume Three that that was on. It was that was the the Attitude Era um, entrance album. It was awesome. Are you ready, dude? We used to have that on a boombox, and there was a kid yeah. in the neighborhood that had a uh, trampoline, and we would use that CD, and that's what, <laughs> that's how we'd walk out. But once again, do the do the eras of wrestling make that intro? Like, 
I mean, are any of us going to like callbacks like 1983 and say like that entrance was, it's like at a certain point, it kind of peaked a little bit and like, yeah, I don't know if it's our age or if it was actually what the product was, but like it. Yeah. Cause like the generation X, you know, remember they would walk out and like, it wouldn't just be, you wouldn't just show them walking down. I would be cutting into in and out of like their entrance, like montage. And yes. it'd be like, a girl dancing or like people rushing yeah. a, a chain link fence and made it just yeah. made it cooler. <laughs> well, that's where, cause my third pick I think is going to be a little bit of that. Like okay. there was a build up to, and then the entrance. Right. A lot of the time. Yeah. Cause I mean like the song would start out pretty slow and then it would kick in and be like, get down. Yeah. It, and that was yeah. like, that was back when Rage Against the Machine was perfect. And it's, or it was like, you know, super big and that the generation X band sounded just like Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Yeah. All that's, right. what, that's what drove me to Marxism. That's right, you machine. <laughs> so this is a potsis. That was good. They probably took all those books out of the library at school, so you had to get it somewhere. No, they still had it. Oh. It's all branching today. <laughs> all right, so second all round right. pick. My second round pick, I'm going to stay in the Attitude Era, and um, the Ying to Stone Cold Yang, I, I'm going to go with The Rock. When yeah. it would say, when it would hit, if you smell what The Rock is cooking, and the way that he would walk down the ring, like uh, he was probably the first person that didn't walk out with the title on his shoulder or his waist. He would literally hold it by the end and just drag it. Yeah. He would drag it. And then he would get he would get up on the apron, hit that first turnbuckle, and he would just sling it. Like most people held it up or they would throw it over their shoulder like, you know, a, a real ch- – he just would sling it. He, did, he didn't care. And then the camera would pan in on him and he would hit the people's eyebrow. Yeah, yeah, they're they're um like Stone Cold's music more or less has been the same for the entire time that he's been Stone Cold. There's been different versions and didn't last long. The Rock has had like 20 different versions of his songs, mm-hmm. and every single one of them slapped. Um, that's just the whole entrance itself. He'd hit that first turnbuckle, slap the 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 belt over. He hit that second turnbuckle and look whoever he was wrestling, he would look and just stare at him until something like finally happened, like just building the intensity of the match. And he would do the, uh, he would do, he'd jump up on the turnbuckle toward the crowd and then would do the smell, you know, the, yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, so cool. So, you know, you were talking about the glass shattering earlier. Um, when, when we went to WrestleMania 30, like Hulk Hogan came out, was like the MC of WrestleMania 30. And then it was the glass shattering and stone cold came out. And then, it was the if you smell what the rock is cooking, like it was like three like best interests right in a row. And I mean, you had like yeah. seventy thousand people just losing their minds. I mean, these guys hadn't been in a ring in over you know, the rock was probably the most recent in like ten years. Yeah. And it's still just the place exploded. All right. I'll Let's go with the rock. Man. Look, this might be nostalgia, but the way I remember it was something would happen backstage the camera would be there it would build up the entrance the crowd would anticipate i know you're going with that but i feel like i feel like when goldberg was at his peak Mm -hmm. like there was an energy that was i I, it was just it was different It, it was a different type of entrance yeah but the energy that was in the building was that's a good pick, Joe. Anything else? I didn't even think it's about like, that. 
Yeah, and it's like there wasn't, I don't feel like he had a big entrance, but it was just like the build up to it. And then he would come through. Yeah. And just fucking insane. Like, well, you're insane. Well, like, because at that point in time, not many people did the uh, full tunnel. Like, because boxers. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Boxers do it where the camera, you know, now they, they fall all the way from the tunnel. Yes. Like, I mean, he would come out of the out of the dressing room. And yeah, now, that was a big deal. That was a definitely pull the curtain moment that you got yes. to see a wrestler not out in the ring. Exactly. And it was like, if you if you think about it, if I think about it now, it's like, well. I mean, it was I mean, and it wasn't it, just yeah. it wasn't just it that was he just walked the build up of it. It wasn't just that he walked. He would headbutt a wall. He would cut his head open a little bit before he yeah. came out. He had twenty people that had to walk into the ring because yeah, like he was so, because he was so dangerous. He was so dangerous yeah. that if he walked to the ring by himself, he might kill someone on the way. Yeah, I forgot about that. They would have like off duty yeah. cops, like and then the and then he would walk out to the entrance and have pyro onto his skin. Oh, he would breathe then, the smoke in, and as soon as it cleared, he'd blow it out of his mouth and start just and then, going nuts. Dude, the and then the the fireworks, and yeah. he was doing yeah. the yeah. Hey, hey, two words. Go dogs. I was gonna say go dogs. And as go soon dogs. as and as soon as he got done, all that pyro he'd been he'd been inhaling, he would just blow it out like he was a monster. And then he would he would he would do the uh that also again that's like a, a timely thing too because now if he does it we're like we know it's coming blah 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 yeah. like back then like nobody was breathing pyro into their lungs like <laughs> oh dude he would he would blow it out of the nose he would blow a big he like rip some cotton big yeah. smoke and then he would spit and then yeah. the fireworks would start going and then he would start doing the like uppercut yeah and he did the kick ah. He did that front like Steven yeah. Seagal kick. Ah! Yeah. yeah, God, he was so bad. Good call, also, Jeff. And also, just a guy that like when you saw him, you were like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, like that dude's a bad. That, that makes a sense. bad yeah, motherfucker. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm good believing this. There is believability to that. Yeah, yeah for sure. I'm good. I'm good. What real side note or sidebar on this? What? How do you think people received like a guy like him that was so dominant in WCW and then coming over to WWE like? Because I remember that was always like a thing because I liked a lot of what WCW did, but I was probably leaned a lot more, you know, WWF back then. For sure. Yeah, that's but how like, I was. Too. I like that. W- I feel like that WCW. was always a weird like the tension was always there with like, oh, you weren't an OG. Well, back in the day um, when Vince started originally bringing WCW people in, he made them look weak. Because he was like, that was like him showing dominance. Like mm-hmm. it brought Booker T in and he lost to everyone. And God. there's there's the rumor, there's the rumor that they reached out to Sting. And the biggest reason he turned down Vince McMahon at the time, which if he had come in at that time, it would have been massive. And when he Sting finally came later, it was cool, but it wasn't quite as good. But Sting was watching the WWE, he was watching Raw. And Booker T comes out and the rock looks at him and goes, And who are you? Like he was like, I'm not going anywhere near that. You're not going to make me look yeah. weak. And um, yeah. but Goldberg was like the first WCW guy, which they ultimately did make him look kind of shitty. But w- Goldberg was the first guy to come in and Vince. I mean, his first win was over The Rock at yeah. Backlash, and uh, he was the first WCW guy that they actually put some momentum behind. Didn't yeah. make him look weak. Cause he because he eventually like quickly turned heel. Well, he, it was, he was kind always of like a, he was like a crowd kind of turned on him. 
the crowd yeah. kind of turned on him. It was uh, kind of organic. Because he, he, he came in and he won right. the title. I mean, he beat Triple H, won the title, and they ended up taking it off of him, and then the crowd just kind of turned on him. Um, I think they also knew there was rumors that he didn't want to be there, and the crowd was like, well, if you don't want to be here, we don't want you here. So the, the crowd ultimately turned on him. Um, but he had a good initial run, and then, of course, he's come back later years, and he's had some big wins. Like, he won the title several times. He beat Brock Lesnar, and he beat – Ray Wyatt for the championship. So there's still like people that love Goldberg. Yeah. (laughs) There's still people that love Goldberg. So my third round pick, um, some might say it's a steal. Some might call it a value pick. Some might call it nepotism. I've got to go just because I love it so much. And we use it as like a joke at, a former employer of mine on the internet, Shane McMahon. Here, Here comes, comes the, money. the money. Yeah. And dude, that little shimmy that he did, that he would do mm-hmm. was so cool. And I mean, just an awesome song. Just basically like my dad runs the company. Like, yeah, I'm rich because of my dad, but like he embraced it and he had like, look, he was a, he was a fucking goober, but he had some like real charisma and some swagger about him. Oh, and people talk about it all the time. He could have just sat in the back and just lived off Vince. And he went out there and had some of the most like brutal, hellacious matches back in the Attitude Era. But yeah, man, that here comes the money. Like that, it, that was a, it, that was a pretty good pop. He came back at Mania this year to it. Nobody expected him to be there, and it was a huge pop. And then he popped his uh, quad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's now rehabbing with Von Miller. Age is a hell of a drug. Does doesn't have it like he used to, but man, I I loved it. Father Tom gets everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was that a good was, one. That's a pretty good like that. Yeah. Like, so we so we used the gif of him coming out and doing the shimmy, and back in the day we we did the the whatever the app is to edit gifs, and we put Hugh Freeze's head. Oh, geez. With like the here comes nice. the money. Yeah, that's appropriate. Yeah, now it's legal. But, yeah, I just, I just always like that. And there's so many you can pick, but current Auburn head coach. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the thing. There's 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 a lot out what there. What could that are go good. wrong? Oh, that's a match made in he- heaven or hell, depending on how you're looking at it. Um, no, that's, that's, there. That's, it, they always have a well-run athletic department. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it never worked out. That. Um, all right, I'm 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 excited for this. What's your third? My third, third one. I think basically, uh, unless you're, you know, just being revisionist history, I think the coolest interest of all time, and, you know, I've gone on record saying Bret Hart was my guy. That is my guy. He's my favorite wrestler of all time. But the wrestler that caught my attention first when I was really little and what made me like wrestling was the Ultimate Warrior. And, dude, no one had that interest until he did it. He ran to, I mean, the guitar riff. The run to the ring, the shaking the ropes, running around like a bad man. I, I just don't know. He's obviously, you know, rest in peace. There's a lot of things about the Ultimate Warrior that were are not good, but the one of the things that was good about him was his entrance. I mean, just, just bringing the level up, like, yeah, like just that guy. Like that right guy right. won the WWF title just based off of his entrance. I'm convinced. I mean, he ran to the ring, and wrestlers that wrestled against him always talked about he was gassed the whole match. He had nothing left because he ran to the <laughs> ring. As, he's he's probably – I don't know many wrestlers that ran to the 
John Cena would run to the ring, but he would calm down once he got there. But he ran as fast as he could, and it didn't matter if they were in a little stadium and the and the ramp and the aisle was twenty feet, or if they were in the Toronto uh, Sky Dome, and it was a mile away. He ran, and he like, ran the whole way into the fucking ring of Royal Rumble this year. And, oh, and, yeah. and those ropes <laughs> and those ropes, like they look loose, but they're not. And he shook those things like they were rubber bands and then did the head bang afterwards. And then the music alone. I mean, even if you had walked, it would have been cool. But yeah, yeah between the music, the run, the rope shakes, the <clears throat> ultimate warrior uh, to me had one of the best interests ever. Well, and, three, and three, I yeah, like, good. I feel like honorable mention, like Ric Flair has to have one. Like, yeah, that's what I was, I was, like, I was. Pun intended. I was wrestling between Ric Flair, uh, Ultimate Warrior, and I'm a sucker for Macho Man coming out to uh, pomp and yeah, circumstance yeah. and just being like pointing to everybody and not ever being still. He never just walked to the ring. He pointed at everyone. He spun around a million times. He had the cool robe at the beginning, and then he yeah, yeah. transitioned to the King Macho Man where he had the bandana, and then he switched to the cowboy hat with the jacket with tassels. I mean, pomp and circumstance. Like <laughs> I, this is this is dorky, but Trent. like. If I hear pop and circumstance, I, I get chill bumps. Like all I can think of Trans- is watching. Man. <laughs> using using the word transition there is very, very hilarious because that era was a lot of very a lot of flamboyant lot outfits. Of yeah, and uh, and like always- back back then, like you know, you had you had Hulk Hogan coming out to um, Real American. Like everything was just like very guitar heavy and like oh just a badass like and then you had matcha man come out the pomp and circumstance and just it it, it looked it just it was badass if, if yeah. one of if any other wrestler walks out to like classical music it's like what is going on here yeah it's a, and it's then, a, it's a tough pull sometimes yeah but matcha man pulled it off mm. but yeah rick flair's entrance with the 2001 space odyssey it i mean as soon as you hear the the beginning of the horns, you know three players coming out. Tiger yeah. basketball used that for a season. Yeah, I remember that. Tiger basketball with Cal just going fucking deep. All right. So do you have any trivia? Uh no, not really. Okay. Yeah, well, remember I remember you looked one the, up one time. Yeah, back in the day, and then dude, you got like every single one of them. It was it was incredible. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, you know, that's good or bad. <laughs> Pre-show <laughs> prep was uh, was lacking here, but all right. So let's get into uh, the regular docket. Now we're going to do two drafts on this show because York's going to come on. And I know he's going to want to be involved in this one, so we'll save that for him. The draft is my favorite thing about the show, by the way. I love it. It, it, it was York that came up. Well, with. and typically, I mean, the thing is, I, I normally win the draft, and like that's well, yeah, you know, I'm like Kevin. Costner. I got some feedback. I I, I got some uh, good reviews on my uh, sports movie draft. Okay, you I had, had you had a good one. Yeah, I had immediate um, buyer's remorse with um, with uh oh god, I'm drawing a blank. The hockey movie, Miracle. America. Yeah, I, yeah, I had a, I, I, was, I was told I was anti-American with my opinion <laughs> on Miracle. So I had I had buyer's remorse of that one immediately. I think I overthought it. I should have gone with the rookie of the year. It was that was like one of my favorite movies growing up. Yeah, we watched it we, this weekend with my 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 kids this weekend, and I'm still here in funky butt loving. And are they, pitcher, pitcher's got a big butt every day. 
Are they are they all gonna try to break their arms to throw harder? Yeah. <laughs> Hinton Hinton asked me. He did. He was like, uh, "Is that can that really happen?" I was like, "Don't know, no, no, <laughs> well, well, don't do that." Well, Bryce no. Harper did it to hit more home runs. Yeah, Bryce Harper did it. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I literally um, made Hinton put Bryce Harper cleats back. <laughs> he was like, "These are my favorite." I was like, "Let's let's, let's keep looking." He was like, "No, no, I, I picked them. These are mine." He was like, "Let's keep looking." I got it. Hold on. Who would have ever thought that, like, of the Washington Nationals, like, Juan Soto, Bryce Harper, like, Juan Soto would have ended up being, like, the disappointment once he got traded away from the Nationals? Yeah, um, during the Braves... Struggling. During the Braves-Padres series, the announcers were talking about how, like, you don't pay a guy that that much money to try and get walks. (laughs) Like, Soto is big on, like, getting walks. And, like, you don't pay a guy that much to get on first base. Nope, you don't. What's up, York? What's up? What's up? What? Yeah, the Padres are barely over 500. Them damn Padres. So, you know what I did yesterday? Wait, could y'all just hear that? What? No. Wow, what the hell? You can hear me now, right? Yeah. Oh, dude, I pulled up the Stone Cold entrance music when York came on. I didn't hear that. Oh, what a bummer. Okay, well, that sucks. But, yeah, I did the glass shatter and everything. Um, (laughs) So what would you do, York? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. uh, Hey, welcome to the show. (laughs) I got got my back waxed yesterday. Wait, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Okay. Why? Why did you do please, that? Please explain. So, all right. So, I was at Moondance probably. Because you got me. Come over to my house. I'll no, shave your back for you. No, that's you. that's why it hurts so bad. So, I was at Moondance. Me and Joe were at Moondance probably three or four months ago. And we sit next to these ladies, and we're just making conversation with them. And they end oh, up did one of them. their place? Yeah. So I, they had a, um, they own like a Brazilian wax place. He's not lying. And then, um, what is so happening? Got their business card. And I was talking to them. So then yesterday, you know, I'm out running errands and stuff. I go by and I see your brother. Did he send you that picture? Zach. Well, that's a marvelous night for a moon dance. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Good. No, so then, um, I go and see your brother. And I get the nighttime shorts. My brother? Not your brother. Brother. Who's brother? We're brother. in the same place right now. Brother. Anyways. Brother. I, uh, so then I'm driving around and I see that place. I said, oh shit. So let me just go hey, see. Hey, York. We're in the garage right now. <laughs> I should I should have just went to bed. I was already upstairs. I should have just went to bed. Oh, no, this is good content. Keep going. Um, so then I drove by there and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. So I went in there. And I said, how much is it? I said, if I'm just to get, you know, like my the top of my arms and like my back. I said, how much is it? They go, oh, just write your name down. We'll uh, get you a consult. And the consult was, go back here, take your shirt off. We're doing this no matter fucking what. And I was like, all right. Uh, I said, just so just lay down here. She's like, yeah. I said, is this going to hurt? She said, well, have you ever shaved it before? I said, yeah. She goes, yeah, it grows back thicker. 
And I was like, all right. That's, um, That's a fucking old wives' tale. Yeah. It's also their job, so it's I probably shave, not an old wives' tale. I shave oh, my head every day, and nothing, upsell, yeah. nothing is grown back. <laughs> <laughs> York, turn around, take off the jersey right now. No. And turn around, let's see no, the back. I'll, I'll come over, and I'll show you. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Baby. But no, I, yesterday I felt a shit. Because it was like... Uh, so she did it and I'm laying there and I'm just like, all right. She was like, I said, so it's going to hurt. She was like, yeah, because like 40 year old virgin. it's your first time. And then I've laid in there and I'm just like, oh God. So she's like, please tell me there. you yelled Kelly Clarkson. No, no, I'm no. Texting Amanda. Everybody I've told, no. I'm texting Amanda right now. So then uh, um, I'm laying there and then she starts putting the hot wax back there and I was like, fuck, you know? And I was like, it's kind of hot. And I was like, whatever, maybe that's what's supposed to hurt. And then she puts like the fucking tape on there, and then she just starts. She puts it on there, and lathers it, and all of a sudden she just it just starts ripping. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm just I'm just sitting there going, just freaking out, man. And I'm not crying so you like gripping that. like the. I'm gripping. The no, I'm just gripping like my hands, just holding on as tight as I can. And then my feet are. It's, I feel like. Okay, so you know, like those, those hammer toes are working over so, You know, like when you're laying there and you're thinking about something, and then you have your your legs stretched out, real tense, and you're. Oh, you're, did you cramp? <laughs> no, but I, I very easily could have. Um, and what sucks is too, I was wearing like a white. I was wearing like a white yeah. Henley sweater yesterday. I was like, I'm gonna blade right fucking through this thing. <laughs> so then, <laughs> I just want to go talk to him. You know, so I then so they're doing it and like, like you were you were you were bamboozled. Yeah. You could have said no at like any point in time, like no means no. But I was in like a weird mood, and I was like, I wanted it. I wanted it. I fit hurt. Like I was fine with it. I was in a weird fucking mood just. Oh, oh. Well, okay. Well, pain. Well, hey, I don't judge anything. Well, pain can't care, huh? I don't judge anything. So then I went to. Uh, so I laid there. Oklahoma. They start at the bottom. <laughs> And they start ripping. And then there are some spots where they she rips up and it like catches and she has to give it another rip. Oh, and I'm just oh, like, oh, oh, it was awful. And like the, the tender was this part, a gift certificate or did you want to do this? <laughs> I want to do it, man. I just I saw it. I said, like, you know, fuck it. I said, I'm just going to do it. It's hot York summer's coming up quicker than we thought. <laughs> so I have I'm going to just got to get started. So then I lay there and then she gets she does the back the, from the bottom goes up. And then gets the sides, and the sides are like the most tender part. Oh, dude, there's, like, ah. there's no, there's no fat there. And like, Wait, when so I, you see, you're saying you, sweet you do not have wings anymore right now, is what you're saying? No, no, I'm, I'm like a fucking Mr. Bigglesworth. You're a newborn baby. Yeah, I mean, great. I'll say this from personal experience: you have a lot of hair on your back. Had. Had yeah, I, I had <laughs> when we were talking to him at the bar. I was like, so hypothetically, my buddy Joe over here has a shit ton of hair on his back. What are we looking at if he wants to get you know his self waxed? And Joe was like, no, not me, him. But he does have a lot of hair on his back. Do you have to pay by the follicle or that would suck? No, it was it was that it was fifty bucks. Is an hourly rate or a flat rate? I would have there for ten minutes. 50 bucks. That's not bad. That's 50 not bucks bad. for 10 minutes. And I like it hurt while they were doing it. But 10 now minutes like, of pain. Yeah. And so, like, and I didn't. Did they give all. you like a nice, like, oil afterwards or yeah. something? Uh-huh. Like, what do they, they give you? Some kind of like little oil that goes over back of it or whatever. Who and applies then, that? Some lady. Some nice, nice black lady did it for me. 
Wasn't a dude. When, whenever she got like under my arms right here, she got it. And then she was like, she goes, oh, that was satisfying. I was like, was it? Because I hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> but uh, I felt good after. Uh, I was just oh, kind of walking like this. like uh, And then like my whole back, my whole God. My, my, my stomach and everything was like the normal color. But my back and the sides were just fucking blood red for like 12 hours. So are, are you going to get your chest done? No. I'll keep that. Really? That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That, that looks fine. But like, it's you just like just that. A, it's just. Can a, you go? Can you go in there for like chest hair and get like designs or like any kind of uh, a Superman? <laughs> S on my chest. Did you get your pits done? No, but now she caught some pit though because she like they put that that you know honey shit up under everything and caught that pit. It feels great, man. Got that pit. Under under the under the bicep like this, that had to have been the most painful thing in the world. Oh, dude, it was because it was just oh my god. Yeah. When, I, when I tell you, like each little where each little hair came out, there's like a little red. There was like a little red mark right there. Dude, the dude the oh my god. The closer the closer you get yeah. to the armpit, because when I got my tattoo, everything the, was fine, and that's the they got, they, the got they, they got there, and I was just like. Argh! I, t- I text the gooch uh, of the arm. Yeah, I text JT. I said, "Have you ever got any part of your body waxed?" And he was like, "No, why?" And I was like, "Well, I just got my back and my arms done." And he was like, "Fuck that!" I was like, "If any anybody has, it might have been him, but he hadn't." But he hadn't really needed it too, I guess. But like, you have to. Did you have to sign this, a waiver? Right? No. I signed a, a fucking sign and shit like I'm getting my hair cut. And you then can't wax it one time and not have it done again. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, hold, on. Yeah. hold on. Let's circle back. Full circle moment. Did you tip? I said, I don't carry cash. <laughs> and I also told the lady when I was leaving, I was like, y'all should fucking pay me for what just happened. Like, Wait, so you can't pay with a card and tip? No, I pay with a card. I mean, yeah, there was no option to tip then. I mean, no. I, I guess I can. Go, I'll go back. I'm gonna go back. Like you know, every see, well, they should like, have they a tip off. Say Damascus. Yeah, exactly. Tip them. They, yeah, they should. That's on them. Yeah. That's they like Sonic, right? Yeah, it's it's Sonic. Sonic finally figured it out after thirty fucking years. Yeah. Which, by the way, I went to Sonic before we got before I came here. Oh, great, York. You'll appreciate this. Ordered a Dr Pepper, mm. and I'm. I don't know. I'm kind of weird. I don't require a lot of beverage while I'm eating. Do a little cherry in there. A cherry dog. No, but a sip. I, a I, sip yes. to knock the blockage down. I'm a, yeah, I might do a little, but like I normally wait. And I'd already hammered down two burgers. And then I was going for the onion rings and I went to take a sip. And it was root beer. Oh, that'll get you. Initially, I was like, <clears throat> damn it. Like, how do you screw this up? Root beer and Dr. Pepper do not sound the same. It's but only, then, but it's only because you are expecting Dr. Pepper, right? True. I'm I'm not a root beer guy, but I didn't drink the whole thing. I drank I drank a good bit of it. I was like, man, I haven't had a root beer in like 25 years. Like, same bad. Yeah, like if, you, if you're expecting it right away, then it's like it was barks. Barks. Barks is guy barks. You used to get the tattoos in the box. Dude, I used dude, I was a I was back in the day, I was a big mugs cream soda guy. Well, cream that's that new Dr. Pepper strawberries and cream is fucking delicious. What'd you say? Strawberries and cream. Strawberries and cream. Berries and cream. Berries and cream. Berries and cream. Berries and cream. Hey, so speaking of the This is why we lose listeners. No, this is how we gain listeners. We literally just got Finland from what you just did. 
We yeah. got Finland. Probably. Probably. We got Brazil. We got Bolsonaro. You know, we, you know, we're getting Kyrgyzstan eventually. Yeah, yeah. Brazil, Brazil's on board now because you brought this wax story. I, I totally forgot about this. Brazilian wax. Brazilian wax. Yeah. Thinking with your third eye. Yeah. Um, when you got one of those. So the literal. I thought. Beach. I thought about that when I was in. I was in New York and I was going to work an event. <laughs> And I was like super early and there was a wax place close to the venue. And I was like, I wonder you, what that's like. Can you type in wax place in a Google map app and it pop yeah. up? Yeah. Pro- yeah, I'm probably. Sure. Candle. <laughs> Candle. I, it, there's somebody, there's somebody on the internet. That is a power five football coach that could probably help you out with this. I'm doing it right now. I'm typing wax place to see what happens. Um, so <laughs> I was I, super cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Some lady brings their child. Into the closest place is the closest and place is getting his skin ripped off. <laughs> the closest place is in Georgia. <laughs> no, but there was two chicks in there when I walked in. I was like, can I help you? I said, yeah. Um, I just want how much to get my back if like if I were to get my back done. And she was like, all right, sign right here. I was turning around, looked at everybody like I'd been there before, and I'm just like. So so I go into this place in New York, and I'm like, probably not the best thing to do before I go work an event, but I was like, yeah, maybe I maybe I'll try this. And I'm talking like nether region. Oh, it's not good. So I go in there, I'm like looking at a pamphlet, checking prices. I was in there for maybe five minutes and I shit you not. I was thinking of it and I was like, I know as soon as I bail and I get up, somebody from behind the counter is going to be like, sir, can we help you? And it's going to be, because there are people in there. I was like, I'm just going to be the dude that just wimped out. Yeah. Didn't do it. I, I, I chickened out. I was like, I can't do this. I'm not ready for this. Not ready for this life. And yeah, as soon as I got up, the lady was like, sir, where are you going? And then like, I could just feel everybody in the lobby just staring at me. Most time you go to work. I think you made a good decision. Yeah, it's probably not. Yeah. Probably not. That doesn't feel very not good. Not great. Um, I'll go, I'll go, like I when York gets uh, when he gets bleached, you know. What's happening here? Whitest behold of all days. Oh God! I remember I didn't know what that was for a long time, and then I was like, "Oh, that's what that is!" Like, good God! Can't be. Can't be fun. Yeah. The only way to transition out of this is to go straight into Adam York. Put a little sun a man, in down there. A man of many talents. A man of great depth. Great depth. Great knowledge of several things. Yeah. Not just sports. He's a man that knows many levels to this to this guy. Philosophy. When I say that I was disappointed, Ooh. I mean, I'm talking with a capital D. Ooh. I'm talking, I was like, I need to get up and leave, Ooh. but I didn't. Ah. So me and York, where are Huey's the other night? Huey's. We moved in front of the mirrors. Yeah. We moved in front of the mirror. Got like maybe the best banner photo of all time. <laughs> what? Huey's? Uh, <laughs> uh, Carnival. Carnival Huey's. We tried to go to Skybox and they, 
claimed that they were closed. They were claimed they were closed, but I could clearly fucking see people in there, and all of their doors were locked. They just didn't want y'all. They were probably like, that guy's from Germantown, and that guy's not from here. We should have got the door and just been like... Well, they probably said that guy's from Germantown, and the other guy's from East Memphis. (laughs) The guy's back is too slick. He lives close to the Jewish Community Center. He's not allowed in here. Um, (laughs) Anti-Semites. So... We get in there and a probably a top 20 mm-hmm. record of all time oh. song comes on. And I'm like, God, such a classic. I mean, one of my favorite bands of all time, which, by the way, York, how about the balls on the bartender being like, you guys are too young to know who this is. I'm like, hey, said, thank you. Hey, why don't you why don't you keep taking the tops off of the bottles oh. and shut up? Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> did, so, you did the band start with an F and end with a Mac? That is correct. Okay. Um, landslide comes on, and I'm over there singing, and then York's York's goes, "Hey, is this Jewel?" I just like her, dude. I, I was like, "Are you?" I kept waiting on him to like cackle, and I was like. Are you serious? You don't know who he could not guess it. This is now I knew the entire time. Uh, yeah. Okay. So when I said <laughs> it, this, he was is like, "This lady covering Billy Corgan." <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, I was like, "It's Fleetwood Mac, York," and then he was like, "Oh, okay." So I was like, "All right, maybe the light bulb comes on." Then, York, do you remember what the next song was? Because you you went like zero for four. It was oh, it was uh, it was Rolling Stones. No, I got that one. I said I, no, no, I got. Start I got me one up. I didn't get that Brown one. I got sugar. another one. Because I didn't think that sounded like Big Jagger. Oh, yeah, it, basically, what we're getting at is I was just very disappointed that York didn't know the siren. Well, here, here of the thing, a, here's the thing, though. York, I'm going to defend you here. I'm going to defend you because you used to play stuff back in the day, stuff that I didn't know what it was. And you would know every song lyric of like every song. Avicii. It'd be like One Direction, <laughs> like random rap songs, like and you just knew the song. You knew every lyric. It was amazing. You know who's coming since his fail is coming. Whoa. Yeah, stuff like that. Like you, it's it's insane to me that like I can be like, hey, here's a taking back Sunday song. Fuck yeah, dude. Called Whatever, and you're speaking, like, here's the course. Speaking of York, the DJ that does the emo nights in Nashville followed me on Instagram today. Maybe we can do a collab, a little Rad Dad emo night crossover live show. We can do a podcast emo draft. <laughs> oh, dude, you kidding yeah. me? I, I never, I never got into the emo thing. In oh. high school, I was listening to like Miles Davis, like Thelonious Monk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, yeah, I you know I didn't have a lot of friends. York was my friend. I was your friend. You should have been emo. Yeah, come on. That's like the criteria. Could have been. We could have been. We could have been pals. Could have been. I was big. I was. I was a big scene kid. I was like, hey, nice. you know who Pavement is? And people were like, how about you shut the fuck up? <laughs> what was that place in Memphis that uh, emo kids used to play at the skate park? Spom. Yeah, Spom. And then you had like the screamo kids, like Rally Point and everything. Michael always went to Rally Point. See, I was gonna say my brother was in a ska band oh. that played at Spom, and that was lit. 
they play Mighty Mighty Boston's. No, it's like a cross between them and like Aquabats. <laughs> Which I mean, come on, the Aquabats legends. You know, those well, dudes are still touring. You know, the uh, the skate park this. in Memphis was a cult. That's yeah, that track. It was cult e definitely. Then an industrial park, so cult ish, very sketchy. Cult-ish. It was a good time. But it, was, it was culty. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's get into it. Knockdown drag out here. Sam's versus Costco. I got a lot of I got I got some qualifiers here, I think. Okay. Now, I'm a, I'll go ahead and say it. I'm a Costco guy. Just sheer food choices, uh tires. Good tires. Good tires and it's cheap. Good tires. Um samples like if you got kids Apparently, the liquor section is great. Now, pro tip, wait until you're done to get your liquor because you can't take the liquor. At least the one in Nashville, you can't take the liquor in after you buy it. I think that's um, everywhere. Okay. I feel like they're all (laughs) in Florida. (laughs) Well, (laughs) there's no rules there. It's literally Outback Steakhouse. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you got kids, like the free samples are great to keep the kids occupied. Um, uh, unless but, it's uh, unless it's free samples of C four, I don't know if my kids would be occupied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I still say I think that this is a case by case basis for people, which I think everybody will probably agree. Like proximity plays a role. That's true. Yeah, it's true. Because like, unless you grew up on one or the other, whatever's closer, especially for dads, like. It's efficiency. Like we gotta, we gotta stay on schedule, in and out. Like you don't want to, like driving twenty to twenty five minutes somewhere to go shop, mm. and you gotta go all the way back home. You gotta get everything out of the car, put it up in the house. That's a lot. Damn. But yeah, I'm a Costco guy. I'm going Costco. You okay are that card on you. Yeah, I got it. On. We are, a, we are a Sam's family. We're at the Sam's point of life. So, so I used got- to go to Sam's like once a month for work, but now I go. I got a Costco executive membership, not to brag. Oh yeah, and black card. Go there, but going in there, like it's it's cleaner, it's more organized, like it's more efficient. But the selection, I can't say the selection. It's the selection for like mm-hmm. random, like kid stuff, and like that's what stuff. I've heard. It's more random stuff. Yeah. And it's seasonal supplies, or monthly. They have, yeah. They don't what do have, you mean? What do you mean random? Like, like not well, name the, brand? The stuff, no, the stuff like in the middle. Season, yeah. Stuff like that in the middle. Stuff like grill yeah. sets and like random toys they got and shit like that. That stuff's better. But as far as selection on just everyday stuff, I, I went to Sam's and got most of everything. Yeah. That's why we're Here, Sam's because we're the everyday stage of life right now. When you're shopping Sam's, you're sporting hogs. <laughs> I don't, I don't play that shit. Yeah, I'm not sporting. <sighs> she wouldn't have said that. <laughs> well, what was it your wife said? Like, Sam's is like Walmart. and Sam's is like the Target. Walmart and Kroger or your local grocery store and Costco is Target. Mm-hmm. Daily, is, daily everyday stuff. <laughs> I'm going to the grocery store. But, yeah, you know, if I need some, like, a vodka pops, I'm probably going to go to Target. 
But yeah. how many? But how often are you buying vodka pops? Well, uh, you got three kids. A lot. <laughs> they gotta sleep somehow. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I just, I, I like the vibe at Costco, and now they got the uh, self checkout. Yeah. To quote, to quote our friend, so uh, to quote, yeah, Sam's does too. To quote our friend uh, Lane, oh, okay. you are a high off Luton. Yeah, yeah, you are from Germantown. He's not saying it correctly. Yeah, he, he just Germantown. he butchered it. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, I uh, I don't hate on Sam's, and I don't think I think the distance is about the same from where we live for each one. Now we did. I remember going to Sam's a lot as a kid. Because there was one close to us. Yeah. But Costco, I just, man, I just love it. And they give you, like, the kickback. York, have you you know about that, right? Like what? I don't pay attention to it. You get a tax write-off? You're, you're going to get a check at the end of the year. Yes, you get a check at the end of the year, depending on how much you spend. So I can't, I think with for, for yours, I think it's something See, like if, if you spend, like, six grand in a year. Because they have to pay you to come back. Yeah, so like if you spent like six or seven grand in a year there, I think you're going to get like $700 back or something. Yeah. Oh, I can do that. It's like the Chase oh, Sapphire of stores. Yeah. <laughs> dude, you can drop four or 500 bones there real quick. York, that pizza that you ate at my house last week, that's from Costco. That was, dude, that was so good, man. Yeah. Their pizza, the take and bake. Yeah, we got the here. Are you about to get it out of the freezer? Yeah. The now I will say the so meat. The bottom of back's Joe sweating. The bottom of Joe's back sweating. <laughs> the uh, the meat the the meat quality at Costco is outstanding. And I, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, too. that shit's so fucking good. What? Uh, motor City. Yeah, yeah, delicious. Detroit Man, Lane's what? not on here to have a yeah, Motor Detroit City. What? Show. I had a Domino's. Gated, gated, gated. I don't have back sweat right now either. Back sweat's pretty normal, man. My kids, my kids sweat like hell when they get in the car seat. Well, I have a, I have a glandular disorder. And, you know, you just run hot. Yeah, run hot. My kids run hot. Like I don't, but like my kids, like you put them in a car seat. They're in the car. If they're in the car for like five minutes, you get you you especially getting the little one out. Yeah. We're like, we gotta change the shirt here. When I was uh, when I was growing up, my uncle. He was my baseball coach, called me Sweat Hog. Sweat Hog? That's a it's a pretty badass nickname. baseball nickname. Yeah. Now batting <laughs> the first baseman, Joe. Sweat we played against Hog. the team. We were playing against the team last night, and their shortstop uh, nickname was Chuckles. They're like <laughs> Chuckles, scoot over. I'm like, that's that's awesome. But you have to think, like, I was I was nicknamed Sweat Hog, and every time I tried to like shop for cool clothes at like Dillard's or like J C Penney, like cool temperature, yell at me and be like. Get over to the husky section. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I remember going to a gap one time and it was like, Mom, this husky stuff is awesome. She was like, It's not for you. It was like, Yeah, I know, but I want the husky. She was like, It's not for you. We're not going to be that family. I was just trying to rock some gap jinkos. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, went, I went straight Arizona, Arizona Gene Company from Sears, husky section. That was the go-to. What about Goldsmiths? You ever go to Goldsmiths? Yeah, I went to Goldsmiths. I bet they never ripped. No, the Arizona were amazing. Matt, you were a poser. You didn't go to Gadzooks and get real Jinkos. <laughs> no. 
at six. I went to Gadzooks to buy like a Beavis and Butthead t-shirt. <laughs> you know what store where kids, like what department store had the best toys? Uh, service merchandise? Yes, yeah, service fucking merchandise. That dude, you remember that? Rolled. You remember that catalog? Yeah, dude. They had the wrestling toys. Service merchandise. Went on, across from that. On Winchester. Dude, on Winchester, right across the Service, bridge, service merchandise. Mazzie goes. If, if you had an RC car from anywhere other than service merchandise, you, you sucked. Dude, yeah, that, that stretch of Winchester in its heyday fucking ruled. Legit. You, had, still, a, still you had a DZ Discovery Zone. What's the DZ. bar? The Old Country Buffet. What's Mazzios. the bar by the movie theater? What was that bar? Oh, it was like um, it, it was basically a saloon. By the movie theater. By yeah, the Malco that was right there by the majestic the church. Is that still there? When yeah. saw when saw signs there. I think I saw the ring there. I once saw Universal Soldier with Jean Claude Van Damme and Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> the return. There were boobs in there, dude. <laughs> in the theater or the movie. You want to, <laughs> you want to talk about a heavy hitter shopping center? That service merchandise had that gigantic parking lot. Yeah, and then up on the top of the hill, that Perkins. Perkins, yes. yeah. And that thing was purring yeah. on Sundays. They had the, the dry cleaning place across the street, Old Country Buffet. Yep. Now it's just Mazio's. the Walmart. Now it's just the Walmart and the Dicks. Fox Friends Pizza <laughs> down the street. Pier One Imports. Yep. It. it I wish y'all knew how much time I spent in my childhood at Pure One Imports with my dad because he's in the furniture business. Just scoping stuff so he could rip it off. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I wonder if he knew Stan Cleveland. Probably. Stan Stan Cleveland was in the furniture business. Yeah, my my dad probably knows him. He knows everyone. Yeah, you need to, yeah, like that's, okay, 100%. My dad is the Shane O'Mac of the furniture business. (laughs) His dad was a Vince McMahon. So, hey, hey, we, we asked Cleve's dad, like, hey, did you ever run into a guy that, that looked like a uh, skinny stunt double for Star I guarantee you, if you asked him if, if he knew who Tim Howard was, he would know. We got to find Stan. This guy's is big fan of Lions. Call him. Yeah, he's a Libra. <laughs> no, Cleve would be so mad if we ever contacted his parents away from like him. Leo, he would be so mad. Can we call him right now? Have you ever done a live phone call during a pod? Call Cleve. There's no way he's awake. Call his parents. It's like 12.15. Oh, I'm not, I'm not calling him. It's yeah, he's, he's, on e- he's been asleep for is like really four 12, hours. Yeah. Or he is. No, no, he's on Eastern uh, time. Uh, Look at that thing. Look at that thing. Yeah. Oh, not as bad as the, uh, the guests we had at the end of the last episode at York's house. Who was that? Oh, man. What? York, uh, York, do you want to tell the people? What was the MTV <laughs> Joe's apartment or something? What was it? Yeah, like I forgot MTV about movie, that. like Joe's apartment. Or That's something. exactly what yeah, I thought of. Roaches. Exactly yeah. what I thought of. That was a monster, dude. This, this, this cockroach, dude. <laughs> it, was it was like just, as big as this remote. So like, like, was yeah. scaling my wall. And I was like, what the? <laughs> I was like, we what a good time to make an appearance, too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's that's what you get when you live in East Memphis. <laughs> can you name every so where that movie theater was across the street? Can you name every sporting goods store that occupied that one spot? Jumbo Sports. Um, there was a Central Hardware there one time. 
Um, what was the shoe store that was on? Um, that was over by Wolf, that was by Wolf Chase that had the basketball goal on it. Just for feet. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. you just go in there. You didn't even buy shoes. You just go in there and sh- just yeah. shoot jumpers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember I, I went in there, bought a pair of Scotty Pippins, and shot about hundred free throws. <laughs> York was was it also total sport? It was like jumbo sports. Yep, yep. it had total the. Sports. It was like total sports. Had the uh, shapes, the shape, yeah. uh, the shape designs of the different sports on the yes. building. Correct. Yeah. yeah, my cousin worked there. He sold golf clubs. There was a Perkins in that one too. That Perkins was legit. Y'all remember the um, y'all remember the Breakaway Athletics uh, over there in Forest Hill that had the track around the uh, around Ooh. the place. It it had it had a basketball goal in a track. So you could run in your shoes around the track. Gretchen never took me over there. We went to either Hickory Hill or Whitehaven to the south of the mall. Get good work boots there. Yeah, we'd go and break away, buy a pair of Mizunos, then we'd go to Blockbuster. Oh, man. Dude, that, that Blockbuster you spent by China House on um, uh, Riverdale and Shelby, whatever. Yeah, Winchester, dude. That wasn't Winchester. I'm I'm thinking of Hollywood video. The play, the play, the play on Fridays too would be to go to Blockbuster, get your movies and video games, and go uh, eat at Chili's, the one in Germantown on Poplar. I would also go for the uh, the one two punch of when I could drive. I would go to Blockbuster. I'd get one movie, and I would get one game, and then I would go down Exeter. Swing back up Farmington and hit TCB Wild on the way home. Oh, yep. I would walk into the Forest Hill Blockbuster on Fridays and be like, "Mr. Howard, all the wrestling uh, tapes are available. If you would like, uh, <laughs> w- w- would you like, would you like Royal Rumble '97 again? We can go get that for you." He's like, mm. "Well, I feel like because York, you definitely spent more time in that area of the like region than I did. Like, I, I was pretty based in like Olive Branch." Or like Hickory Hill, like South Memphis, like that's where I was. But like you, you definitely branched out a little bit more than like most of us on branch did. Mm-hmm. Like Doug, no, Doug. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember when I met York, he was like, "Let's go to Germantown for something." I was like, "Why?" Do y'all remember when Doug got drafted in the NHL? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! I wonder if Doug even listens to the show. I hope he does. He texted text me today asking if the golf course is open. Told Shout out, Doug. We had the, the is Doug the first person to ever get two aces in a round? <laughs> Him and Kim Jong Il. Doug always Doug would always say he would always carry an extra pair of uh, pants when he go play golf, in case he got a hole in one. Play his pants off. Well, you see, he texted me and he was like, yeah, core got canceled today. So he was like, I was going to play, but it doesn't have any tea times at Cherokee. I was like, yeah, just said our dogs are out there today. Sorry. Go dogs. Go dogs. Does he, um, does he eat lunch once a week with uh, Marquis Summers? He <laughs> talked about Avocare. I was going to say, does he want about Avocare? Is he still doing that? I have no idea. Shout out to the hustle, though. York would know. All those dudes contacted York and were like, hey, do you want to buy stuff for me? <laughs> I'm like, I thought you were going to be my friend. York's a man of the people. What the hell is Lamar Jackson doing? He ended his braids. Oh, God. Good Lord. He's so fucking, God, he's awful. Um, Why do you get trust. so mad at Lamar Jackson? I hate Lamar Jackson. 
Why? Because yeah. he's a half of your quarterback. You also you also shouldn't hate anybody. You're a Chiefs fan. Just be happy. No. Yeah, seriously, you asshole. If yeah. you only knew the pain. <laughs> oh, God, we won another Super Bowl. Oh, I hate everything. Dude, there were years, two years ago, I thought Baker Mayfield was my fucking savior. Okay? So, like, I don't want to hear anything. I don't even want to go down the NFL. Yeah. Depression let's... route. Don't. Now, if the Browns played every game at Neyland, he'd have been Hall of Famer. Dude, straight up Hall of Famer. That dude toward building that franchise brick by brick. Dude, I mean, to be be fair, Jordan vomited into the coffee machine. (laughs) Oh, I forgot about that. I wake up in the morning. I wake up in the morning in the hotel room and I'm like, oh, fuck, dude, somebody vomited all the coffee machine. And York was like, yeah, that was you last night. I looked and I was like, dude, this is a fucking Caesar salad. This is you. I had a burger. This is a fucking Caesar salad. Saboteur. He cleaned it He's up. Like, oh, and then he made me clean it up. I had to go into the shower and fucking clean it up because he was like, well, if I try to clean it up, I'm going to fucking throw up everywhere. That's like a really bad round of like Mad Libs. I puked into the coffee cup or the coffee maker and washed it in the shower. And then, and then when, me, when me and Amanda were moving from Virginia back here the first time, we stayed at that same Holiday Inn Express in this same room, I swear to God, and I refused to make a cup of coffee. I was <laughs> a cup of coffee. You don't know where that thing's been. Don't know where it's been. I wish Lane was still here because now that we're talking about sabotage in a hotel room, yeah. well, me and him went to a Titans game, and we went through the drive. We made our taxi driver take us to Taco Bell, and we got drive through. and Lane like yelled at these people because they didn't have chili cheese burritos. <laughs> So there's they no had telling that at Taco Bell? Not anymore. They did for years. Can we can we tell York what Lane said about him? Yeah, hold on. But so <laughs> yeah, there's on. no telling what these people did to our food because because he was like reaming. He's like, "Wow, John, chili cheese burritos. It's the best thing on the menu." And so we get back, we eat. You know, we crush our Taco Bell. You your spit filled uh, Taco Bell. I saved two tacos. For in the morning, no. Before the Titans game, I was gonna just pound those babies because look, they were only gonna be a couple hours old because we got in so late. Nope. I get up, they're gone. <laughs> and I was like, Lang, did I not save those tacos? Did I eat those at some point? And Lang was like, Nah, man, I got. I don't remember you having two tacos. And I was like, Are you sure? Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. And then we're like walking to the stadium, and then like right when we're getting where, where they're gonna check our tickets. Lane just goes, oh, hey, sorry, I ate those two tacos when you fell asleep. And I was like, you son of a bitch. Look how bad he is. Look how bad he is. He's so mad. Hey, so, York, when we uh, started the show and Lane was on briefly, and he asked where he, he was like, where's York? And we were like, oh, man, he's, he's, he's finishing up some work stuff. He's going to join later. And then he goes, are you sure he's not at Kroger being an asshole to somebody? <laughs> And then he and he changed it to uh, he's being mean. He goes, he goes, oh, I bet he's running around trying to find the cracker barrel cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I told him you were in the frozen section uh buying some peas for his ass whipping. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> that 
<laughs> I was at Kroger this morning at six o'clock in the morning. I'm waiting by the door. Jesus. Doors. Lane was there at 555. Did my, no, you wasn't. Did my grocery shopping. I've got a bunch of Cinco de Mayo stuff. You celebrating tomorrow? Yeah, I'm throwing a, doing a thing at work. Bye, bye. I, did, I, stayed, I stayed late today to decorate. I feel what like company, shots, man. shots by LMFAO is going to be playing. I did, I did. I did have a. Uh, I got a big ninja, and some margaritas, but like non-alcoholic. Oh, calm down, Mincy. Don't be saying those words. And then I got a Cinco de Mayo thing. I got a bunch of little sombreros, little Mexican flags to stick and stuff. Mincy. Eliana's giving me um, <laughs> hooking me up with some um, Mexican food. You know. Well, just name hey, dropping. You getting that? You getting that casa? Hmm. You had to come in at Olive Branch for that. She's at Olive Branch now. I was at the Olive Branch yesterday. Why didn't you come visiting? I was at work. Because you were like, you have you just stopped responding to people three days ago. I, you know why I stopped responding to people? Because I'm fucking tired. <laughs> That's why. Oh, I'm no. Fucking tired. Oh, no. Speaking of uh, tired, I took uh, one of my children to a doctor's appointment today and I fell asleep in the waiting room for 35 minutes. I fell asleep in, yeah. the, in the they said they office didn't. Today. They said they didn't want to bother me. <laughs> That's that's a what a great doctor's office. Well, that's that's uh, a great. They had a great leather couch. I was out like a light. Hey. That's a great great segue because that happened to me last night, where I I look stand up here, hand or hand up, not stand up. I left York hanging. I was reading to my oldest at. We probably got in bed about seven fifteen. Fell asleep reading. Oh, that's why didn't I, wake up I, till like ten forty-five. I didn't respond because I was back because I didn't get an invite to Southern Social. I literally said Southern Social question mark in the group text. Yeah, I do. And I had towards that. And I had full intentions. I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna get the kids to bed, be ready, ready to go get a couple cold ones." Yeah, I woke up. I didn't. I didn't know what time it was. I didn't have my phone. I go downstairs, you know, staying with my parents while I'm here, and like all the lights in the house are off. And I was like, what time is it? And I like found my phone and I was like, oh my God, it's almost 11 o'clock. I was like, what happened to me? No, but honestly, York, I've been working like closes this week. So I got, I don't get off to like 8.30 anyway. Mm. Did you actually go to Southern Social? I went to Hog and Hobbit instead. Well, and, and Marty's in town. So, you know, having to hang out. How was, how was H&H? Good. Watch a basketball game. Um, Megan McMahon and her good boyfriend were there, so I talked to them for a minute. And then I sat next to this other couple who were eating, and we were talking about their food and their drinks and stuff. And then had some whiskey sours with the um, egg yolk. And then went home. I walked Did you get a Thunderbird? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. All right. I had Domino's today. York, what did you get from Domino's? Uh, two medium pepperoni pizzas with extra cheese and three cheese blend. One was hand tossed. One was uh, thin crust. Oh yeah, thin crust. Is that all for you? No, my kids. Oh, they like, have like a geez. fundraiser thing. If you if you write down the teacher's name and stuff, it throws like twenty percent of what you spent into the classroom. Look at that. Look at that. A corporate I they, man. I thought they'd want the thin crust stuff, but they didn't want. And a family man. I mean, once I once I showed my oldest how to eat pizza properly, that's all he wants to do now. He he won't do the thin crust. He wants to do the fold. And like I showed him the trick where you put the napkin on the on the back. Yeah. So the so the oil doesn't drip. 
So like he he that's like his thing now. He like wants to do it. Well, you gotta you gotta get St. Louis style pizza. No, nothing St. Louis style is good. Clog yeah. yeah. Not even their baseball. Clog. Their baseball sucks. I was gonna say. Ugh. All right. So York was not able to attend the draft earlier because it was wrestling related. So we're yeah. gonna throw him a bone here and do a draft before we close up. Matt, I think you're gonna be. You're going to be in on this one. We're going to do TV dad draft. Ooh, nice. I'm not prepared for this, but let's go. York, are you not prepared or you are prepared? No, I, I mean, I'm not prepared, but I, I can be. I can do this. That's the best way to do it. Just wing it. All right, so you get you get number one pick here, York. Why? Because your name starts with an A. Oh, or do my, you want me to my, go? Last name starts with an A. I'll go. So. I'll go. All right, Joe's going. Let me go. Um... I think I think I did this person's companion. God damn it! As the number one of my <laughs> other like the, the should have just gone. And uh, I'm gonna say uh, one Mr. Homer Simpson. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, we're good. We're good. Good pick. Any analysis or no? I just I bottled my life after Homer Simpson and the second guy I'm gonna pick. So <laughs> you know, literally <laughs> what. Okay, well, I think I'm gonna steal your thunder here. Wait, you don't like Homer Simpson? Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. I just I thought you were picking who I think I'm picking. Oh. I think that's who you were gonna pick. Yeah. I'm going Frank Costanza. Oh yeah. <laughs> just yada I mean, yada just, yada. Everything about him is well, just amazing. And in theory, him in every role, like when he was on uh, what's its face later on. King of Queens. Heavyweights? No, King of Queens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, King of Queens is an all-timer. Great but, I mean, yeah, just... I, dude, just, like, everything about Frank Costanza is the best. The best. The loud outbursts, the stupid arguments he has with Estelle about just absolutely nothing. Yeah. Smacking George in the head just just for no reason. Um, Festivus, I mean, come on. I was like, going to say... Just, the goat. Fuck. I am kind of like Frank Costanza. That's a great thing to be. But York is more like George Costanza. So is York my son? The summer of York. Hot York summer. <laughs> yeah. So bad. All right, Matt. <sighs> Man, this is tough. This is a tough draft. Um, I'm going to go off script a little bit because everybody's going to think like best dad. I'm going to go uh, Walter White from uh, Breaking Bad. Hell yeah. Because oh, everything he did was for his family. Horrible mother, but great. Even though man. he was full of shit. Family. Family. He is the one who knocks. Uh, everything he did was for his kids, even though it, it wasn't. It, it Bringing it back to T-Swift, he was the anti-hero, but like he was the goat. Yep. Oh, I go, yeah. uh, Walter White. He Because um, it's... Like that just shows like just incredible writing by Gill like by Gilligan's like you're supposed to not like him like yeah he's doing things that are bad all the people that you don't like on that show are all the are everyone on that show that you don't like is how you would react to that person in real life like have no clue if you were Skyler or if if you were in that scenario. You would be like Skylar or you would be like Hank, you know, trying to stop the bad. 
But yeah. like you said, everybody likes everybody sizes Walter White. Well, it's like a raging bull in a way. Like you like the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty. I mean, the the anti-hero angle is pretty pretty common. Yeah, I'll go Walter White in my first pick. All right, that's a good one. Three uh, three good picks. York. I'm going to go Philip Banks. Oh. Uncle and dad. Yeah. Uncle and yeah. dad, but also, Jesus. like, he's the Uncle dad Phil. you didn't ask for. Oh. Yeah, Uncle you Phil. Know, he's the dad that stepped Damn. up. Damn. Why, 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 why he don't want me? Why he don't want me? Why he don't want me, Uncle That's a... No, like, I mean, all jokes aside, probably the best acting that Will Smith has ever done. Also, that, that's a that's a good pick. York. Have you not I'm seen Wild Wild West? Jim West, Desperado. I mean, I'm Legend was don't want solid. nada. Men in Black. Six gunner, this brother burning this Buffalo Soldier. Look, it's like I told you. Do y'all remember um, the NBA awards when they uh, Will the Smith performed with uh, Stevie Wonder and everyone left him on stage because uh, Stevie didn't know to get up. <laughs> <laughs> He got left his piano. Somebody had to run. I think like Cisco went out and got him. <laughs> no, that's, that's actually a good pick, York. That's a good. That, that is a good one. That's Not that we one. doubted you, but that's a that's a really good first round pick. I'm going to say this. My third pick is going to be what I thought your first pick would be. Mm. What's up? Can I go again? Can I go? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to go. Uh, so we should, we should snake draft it. I feel yeah. York York goes back to back. Wait, you want to uh, snake draft? Snake draft. I don't care. Yeah, snake draft. York pick. Michael Bluth, family man. Yeah, great dad. (laughs) Great dad. (laughs) Way to come through, Matt. Hey York. Her. Her. Great, great pick. He's a good one. All right, this is the best one he's had yet. This is no, pretty so strong. I literally win all these. And you just you, you think no, of you don't. I literally win every single one of these. Oh my God. See, I was gonna say I win every single one. No, we have to get an unbiased opinion on this. Okay. All right. We've said that I win all these. Yeah, that's not true. What does he know? He's brilliant. <laughs> all right, Matt. Who I mean, you, got? you are you are Cleveland. <laughs> Uh, maybe the snake draft wasn't a good idea. Uh, I was going to go with this guy, and then I realized all of his decisions ruined his family. Um, but I might just go with it anyway. It's just because I like him. Uh, I'm going to go with Ned Stark. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Ned Stark's, all of his decisions ended up ruining the family. It broke everybody up. Description, he, but yeah. He, he should have yeah. never He should have never gone to King's Landing. But uh, Ned Stark, you know. Honorable man. Actually, no, I, I take Loyal. it back. If it wasn't for Ned Stark, Jon Snow would have been killed. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't have been uh, the prince who was promised. Um, That's true. He uh, he fell on the sword and lost his honor by making everyone think that he had uh, had an affair on Caitlyn Stark. And it kept Jon Snow alive. Um, so I'll go with Ned Stark. Okay. Good one. Solid. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go outside the box here, but I feel like at least one person here is gonna appreciate it. Um, 
Yeah, I I had two that I was wrestling with. I'm gonna go with one Fred Andrews from Riverdale. Fred Andrews, that will be Archie's dad. That's I'm correct. Unfa- okay. I'm unfamiliar with that show. Yeah, literally took a bullet for his son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was like the only honest parent on the show. Like was literally like an actual parent. Yeah. Everybody else was just doing teen drama bullshit. And he was like, no, I'm going to be like an actual dad. Yeah. Be there for my kid. But yeah, I mean, come on. Took a bullet. Didn't uh, what's his name's dad also end up being kind of decent in that show? The kid that wore the beanie the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, came through like at the end. Yeah. Totally, yeah. But I mean, like. Add some flaws. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. Well, uh, York didn't have any reaction there. I thought no, big Riverdale guy. I just don't. I don't. I, I, don't, I, don't I, want, I didn't finish the show. I don't remember all of it. It got a little wacky after the third season. Yeah. Well, and I'll say this: I, I think this is one that everybody can appreciate. You know, just a good, hardworking man. Uh, also, well, not to cut you off, but posthumously shout out to Luke Perry. There you go. Um. You know, sell something that all of us enjoy at a point in time. Raises a kid that's difficult, but you know, raises him up in the best way. Wife's hardworking. In theory, raises I think the niece also, but that would be one Mr. Hank Hill. Mm. Oh, nice. <laughs> Great TV though. Both animated. Yeah. Damn it, Bobby. Both your picks are animated. I like it. They are. They are. All right, back to you. Oh, back to me. Oh, so, it. okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna write a wrong from our last one, which was TV Mom. So I didn't want to go all animated or like multiple animated with my TV Mom's pick, and I left out somebody that I mean, I've been to a live show of theirs. I've you know I've I've watched every episode. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't want to draft to, and we, we we were criticized for it too. We were ultimately criticized for leaving out this person. For good reason. Yeah, and I'm not going to leave out the dad there. But uh, one Mr. Bob Belcher. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to leave him out. Not going to leave the man out. I can't believe none of us said that, but... Well, I was going to say Lyndon... There's a few that I didn't I'm want, surprised I didn't want people to like, think yeah. that like, I'm watching cartoons constantly. And What's wrong with that? Fucking meatwad voice. And like, you know... You got to get a meatwad voice? Oh, dude. Yeah, I got to I gotta pretty meatwad voice. Little rounds. What's up, mom? Well, what's you talking about, bro? I just been sitting there the whole time. I just been running. I don't know anybody else that doesn't meet wide voice that good, <laughs> dude. <laughs> this is this is this is very canon because me and Matt used to just do Carl yeah, Joe, all the time in college. Joe, I'm a big, it's, uh, it's like my pool's tearing ass across the backyard, <laughs> but it's Joe, sitting still. Joe, I'm big aqua team guy, so I'm. Airbound. Me and aqua team. Me and me and Matt used to like just literally work wah. at this. Yeah, we'd work at this. We'd work at this sorority house, and then like across the the like dining hall, we were just like, boom, damn, boom, 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 damn. Hold on, I want to rock your body to the break of dawn. Oh, the past. This means I'm gonna. You're tearing holes in my house. Your name is your name is spaghetti. Almost almost (laughs) high school. Almost felt high school for that reason. This is a bad look for me, man. I'm the wrestling guy, and I did a meatwad voice. What the fuck is going on? Did you see that? Those fireworks? I have no fucking clue. It says Summers Brothers. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. When he busted out that meat wad the last episode, I was like, "Jeez!" And York was just yeah. so mad. I, uh, I appreciate meat wad. I finally met York, a meat York's wad. You're a big squid guy. What? Squid I love squid. You're a big squid guy. Yeah. Do not touch the tree on me. Come on, Daddy. All right. I, Larry Bird invented the dunk. <laughs> Squidbillies is, is that was the best era of uh, Adult Swim. Yeah, oh, Squidbillies. Oh, yeah, Aquatine. Yeah, Metalocalypse. You remember uh, Super Jail? Oh, dude. Yeah, Super Jail is the weirdest Super show Jail ever. So <laughs> the uh, the the guard that was a woman, but maybe not. I I I was wrestling with my third and final pick here. I gotta go with. Ooh, okay, I just thought of a good one. Uh, I, and I think York will, will vibe with this one, but I'm not sure, but I feel like he will. I got to go Sandy Cohen oh. from the OC. Oh. Just like a, a, genuine, a genuine dad. Not only like great relationship with his own son, yeah. but took in a juvenile delinquent yeah. under his own roof. No questions asked. We're gonna that, we're gonna that's be how the dads we've picked is people that have taken in some of the what mares. Dad Star. Yep. Um who's mine? Phil. Yeah. Yep. Frank just dad, just, just dad and everybody. Yeah, I mean just just dad with a capital D. I mean, yeah, Sandy Cohen was a was a goat on that show. That was uh what's his name? Uh oh, what's his um Peter Gallagher. Yeah, because he played golf at uh, Cherokee one time. And he's like... None of us know who he was. He's like a bona fide, like, legit human. Like, I'm pretty sure. I don't think he's been canceled, but I'm pretty sure, like, no, he's man. like a super, like, awesome person in real life. No kids. All right. So we're going back to Matt. It's me. All right. So I'm going to say who I was going to pick because I'm 100% certain nobody was going to pick it, but I got to shout him out. I always like the dad from uh, Wonder Years, Jack Arnold. Uh, yeah, he just Ooh. was. He just seemed like you know he was kind of gruff. He always scared Kevin and his his siblings, but like you knew he loved them, and he had the good dad voice. You just knew when he had a quote that everybody was quiet. He wanted everybody quiet at the table, but he you knew he loved them. That's not who I'm going with. I'm going full circle because it's the backlash pod. I'm going Vince McMahon. <laughs> oh. TV dad. Oh, that's a, okay, I'm going fair. Vince McMahon. He was a dad presence for over 20 years. You got Shane and Stephanie. He's a, he's a father-in-law of triple H. Almost every storyline in the, in the attitude era was McMahon driven either by himself or by Shane or by Stephanie. And he, he ruled everybody under the McMahon regime. I'm going with and, Vince, I'm going Vince McMahon. And I'll say probably the best you're fired voice ever. Yeah. And going back to the entrance draft, uh his literal entrance music is you've got no chance in hell. And all the lyrics are talking about how he owns everyone in in that I, company. Great. You've got no chance. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. Another rage against machine kind of rip off. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah dude. TV dad. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a all, good one. All of his storylines were, like, either about, like, Stephanie getting, like, abducted or Shane wrestling somebody <laughs> or, or Stephanie getting married to a certain wrestler at some point. Fake or not fake. Yeah, I'm going Vincent Mann as TV dad. Oh, that's a good one. Very nice. Do I have last pick? You yeah. do. The man who never always came back to his family, took people in as well. Um, tried to be as financially responsible as he could for his family. Frank Gallagher. Mm. Uh, there you go. Okay. Ooh. Treated treated a kid as as his own that was not his kid. And and truthfully, just like real life, you know, had his ups and downs. But one of my favorite gifs ever, busting up a oh. cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a just insane show, first off. Crazy show. But like, man, it was all so those good. showtime shows back in the day were crazy. Yeah. What was the David Duchovny show? California Vacation. Oh. Yeah. Another wild show. Well, the funny thing, York, is like when you said Frank. I was thinking one or two, like one of two ways on that. Oh, it's always sunny. Yeah. I was like, where's he going to go on this? I was thinking about that <laughs> one too, but he's actually a terrible dad. But, God, but he's a good dad character. Honorable mention, um, Red Foreman. Uh, oh, that 70s show. Yeah. Danny Tanner, rock star dad. Yeah, Danny Tanner is probably like number one on a lot of power rankings. That was full house. All American yeah. dad. Danny Tanner's a red flag, though, because he never had like a solid girlfriend. What's going on though, Danny? He's like Jennifer Aniston, but a dude. Yeah, what's going on with Danny? I mean, more like Tony Soprano, another anti hero, like good intentions, but like, you know, he had to run the business. Had to be in charge of the family. Um, you know, certainly had his flaws. Had plenty of flaws, but... John Dutton. Uh, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I, thought that, also, I thought about also, that for a second. Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, Casey may be a better dad. Like Michael Corleone. Yeah. You know. Um, I, almost went with, I almost went with the dad from Dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> they got ruled. Sing, Sinclair. I had a, uh, I have a, we have a friend who has a baby. This baby looked just like the not the mama dinosaur. That's all. Talk about my child like that. Are you? <laughs> are you go ahead and say who it is. No, I'm the baby. Gotta that. love me. <laughs> I like everybody. Like, Amanda I listens like, to all these podcasts. It's not talking about your kid. I know. I've got a different name for your kid. Son. What do you have for my kid? Son. Kroger beef. Son. <laughs> Ooh, here's another one. And it was did a. He, did he tell you what he did in the fucking uh, hospital room? Yeah. Just come on. Thank y'all for being my surrogate. What? Yeah. Uh, you got blackballed from that hospital. <laughs> a very um, late stage, like character development, but Ron Swanson, great dad. With his uh, yeah, with his girlfriend, well, great dad and a great dad figure. Yeah, he was yeah. able. He was able to get yeah. his dad. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like Michael Scott was with uh, Aaron. With, 
with Aaron, which I hated her character. I but. guess Kevin Malone would be the dad because he's Jan's uh, sperm dad. That's <laughs> <laughs> Astrid's dad. Yeah. Assie! <laughs> Son of a preacher, man. That was school. I could have said Jim. I, I, I stole Pam in that last time. I could have said Jim on this one. And how we're all just sisters Jim and sucks. <laughs> whoa. I stole, so whoa, I stole. whoa. Yeah, he whoa. sucks. Damn. I stole Eight, Pam no. in the bomb draft. I stole Pam. Oh, okay. You're gonna you're gonna have to expound on this because this is this is coming in real hot. No, that's a normal take. That's a normal, yeah. Like, I've been convinced. Like Jim and Pam are horrible people. Pam I've been. Sucks. Co- I don't think Jim sucks. I've been convinced. I was on the when I first heard all the things about Jim sucked, kind of like Simba sucks in Lion King. Simba <laughs> does suck. But we were just watching that. Yeah, he does suck. He's lucky that all those female lions were back there because he was about to get fucking owned. Um, up, bro. <laughs> Jim, Jim made a play on an engaged woman. Correct. That's shitty as fuck. Respect. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> moving on to the the future, he he started. He tried to start his own business. Oh boy. He started his own business against his wife's, you know, wanting what, what she wanted. He bought a house without ask, even asking his wife, uh, which, you know, not a big deal. But, I mean, none of us are doing that. Um, yeah, I have. Yeah. <laughs> this is television, Matt. I'm, hey, he's not a real person. John Krasinski is probably awesome. Jim sucks. <laughs> I don't know about that. Krasinski might be kind of weird. Yeah, he might. Uh, be. I, mean, I don't know. He he's married be, Emily Blunt. He might be a cannibal. Um, no, she's... That movie they made together? Weird. The Quiet what? Place. Quiet Place? Quiet Place? Quiet. Those movies fucking rule. Yeah, how about you fucking talk? <laughs> you can't. You die. Fucking just talk. talk. Just talk and die, man. There's no one else. I mean, why are you living? Dude, York, I just thought about this. You are kind of. And, and I know I call you like. That's why you said Jim doesn't suck. My dad, my dad calls you George Costanza, but you're kind like you're almost like Jim sometimes in your life too. I I feel like I I don't know a lot of backstory here. Offline, yeah, offline, (laughs) definitely offline. (laughs) It's fine. I mean, I I like Jim. Jim's fine. Yeah, it's not your fault. Yeah, I don't go looking for it. I mean, Jim's a good basketball player. But Same. Jim's no, that'd be a difference. Larry Bird, Larry Legend, Larry Legend. Remember how good like Kevin was? Yeah, peacocking <laughs> in front of an engaged woman. I mean, come on, man, keep it in your pants. He screwed hey, over yeah. Karen Filippelli. Oh, she sucked. <laughs> he left. What's her nuts hanging around in the hotel room, just half naked? Idiot. She wasn't half naked. Who She's underwear? Who was? I don't remember. The, the chick. Uh, oh, in the later the seasons? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sabre store. Yeah, but that chick, she was giving off some weird vibes. Yeah, she, oh, was. Yeah, she was. And he, yeah. he removed himself from the situation. There it is. I had to think about it. I mean, Jim's not even close to my favorite character on The Office. Like, Eddie I've Martin. said, and I'm the biggest office stand there is. I love the show. It's probably my favorite show of all time. I, Creed is by far the best character. <laughs> like it's also because his name in real life is Creed. Yeah, he actually he actually played 
in a band. Well, and I, I think if you're if you're an enjoyer of casual fashions, Dwight would be a good. Yeah, I'm a Michael Scott guy. You learn to appreciate it after he's gone. Yeah, because God, when he leaves, it. Are we, are we? Are we all like big Andy Bernard fans? Huh? Oh, I am. Yeah, I hate. Until, I hate. No, until I hate they Andy ruined Bernard. it. Yeah, they no, that, ruined yeah. him. Yeah, it, well, Andy Bernard came in sucking. Season three was awesome. Redemption, yeah, season three is the best season. Um, no, the Andy Bernard like trying out for the American Idol esque show, all of that God. is just awful. Well, I'll just sit here and cry. Well, they now made him. They made him like an asshole, and I've read a bunch of stuff where like it's it goes back and forth, like if it's actually true or not. But because no one's he gonna, went, he went to court. Yeah. No one's going to admit it, but like his once he became famous and then like his schedule was so hard to film around with like the hangover and stuff mm. that like the writers almost had a beef with him. So they're like, we're going to make him a jerk. <laughs> because they, made Jim, they made Jim a jerk. Yeah, but he was like endearing, though. Like he was kind of like a, an aloof, you know, I'm, I'm either Michael well, no, Scott or because he, he I'm treated, either Michael Scott or Daryl. Daryl was Darryl. great. Daryl was great throughout. Yeah. Like Plop was better for Aaron than Andy. Yeah, yeah, oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, you know, Plop sucks in like everything he's been in. He's been like a, he's just a piece of shit, dude. He was in that weird Mormon show last year when he was like the pedophile. It was crazy. Who? Oh, yeah, Plop. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, but Dwight, yeah. Dwight Junior oh. and Hot Tub Time Machine. But, but, but yeah, both of the interns were um or <laughs> ah shit, but he's on the pod. Um. All the interns on the show were like played crazy people and in like uh, I think that's York's favorite character, like overall and like acting <laughs> is uh Dwight Jr. No, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry guys. You legitimately do hate that guy though. I do hate that guy. I don't know why. Why? I don't know. You just don't I, like him. I have legitimate actor hatred for some people. I do too. I've got you know the guy that plays in um Fantastic Beasts. I hate that guy. I hate uh, what, Edward Redmayne. Yes, I hate um, <laughs> I hate um, Dane DeHaan, the guy that was in the the Place Beyond the Pines, and he was like the um, the the Green Goblin and like the Andrew Garfield Spider Man. Oh yeah, like I I, I, don't, I genuinely don't like him. Who? Exactly. Just hate him. <laughs> <laughs> You picked the most inoffensive person ever to, like, hate. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Look at any picture of this guy. It <laughs> pisses you off. He you played a good... Um, hate Jared Leto. <laughs> next Why? draft. Next draft. Most hated uh, actors. Yeah. Oh, that'll be a good one. I can do it now. I, just, I like I that, one, that, that one kid I like. He was in the French Dispatch. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? A young kid. I want to have a beer with him. He's a good kid. I hate the kid who plays Carl in Walking Dead. Yes, fuck I want to drown him in pudding. <laughs> Carl. 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 I mean, how many deaths is he responsible for? I mean, I hated uh, Walter White's wife. Yeah, everybody hates Timothy Tyler. Chalamet. Oh, yeah. He's, I, I like that kid. Cool. Two percent reason. He's cool. I don't know what it is. Yeah, good kid. I like this guy. You know? Chalamet, Chalamet's yeah. got the riz. He does. He does. You know, I, I respect him. Is he gay? I would have him over to the garage. If he was in Memphis filming, yeah. I'd say, hey. He is gay? Chalamet, come here. 
Come to the garage. Go to the garage. Garage beers. Challenge. Hey, hey, Timmy. Timmy, let me holler at you for a second. (laughs) You're so bad. I'm surprised nobody said Stan Marsh for a. Oh no, that is a good one. (laughs) Our friend, our uh, what's his? What's the dad? Um, Stan. Randy. Randy Marsh. Yeah, not Stan. 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 I thought this was America. And me the soul. I, I, I didn't hear no bell. I, I didn't hear. You want to go? <laughs> Bat, Bat dad. dad. <laughs> <laughs> he few, was Lord for a whole season. There's a few bad dads in uh in Madison County. Good looking uniforms. Oh, dude, I bet. Um, Matt, you'll appreciate this, and I catch big time heat. For my wife about it, but my I don't wife. know why. My wife. my wife, who I love dearly, um, and I'm drawing a complete blank on her name, but let me find it, and then I'm going to fucking roast her. Wait, your wife's name? No. Um, Are you thinking of an actress you don't like? Yeah. I have an actress I don't like. I actually uh, blocked, her. I blocked her on Twitter. <laughs> so I never <laughs> would ever see anything about her ever. That'll show her. Who yep. is it? Hold on. Wait, is it Emma Stone? I don't like Emma Stone. What? I just don't like her. Okay, so Matt. Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham. I like Lena Dunham. Uh, Yeah, she's fine. I like girls. No, she's She's not fine. She's she's probably a lot on Twitter. She like, no, she sucks. She's horrible. But girls was good. Yeah, it's a show. I mean, Michael Jackson made great music, but he's a bad person. But what about Jackson? Allegedly. (laughs) All right, so my my hated my hated actor Matt, yeah, Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, get the fuck out of here. Dark Dark Knight just uh, did you in, huh? Wait, do you have to look like you're always on meth? Always. Fucking fake ass Rachel, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, Katie Holmes, the OG Rachel. Yeah, hey, Matt. <gasps> Matt, you remember? Who yeah. authorized that? Who authorized that? Yeah. <laughs> If any of you you ever have daughters, you should name them Rachel just so you could do that. (laughs) Well, I I can't anymore. So, Uh, oh, dude, York, the perfect layup for our podcast thing that we do for fucking for best dads. I should have picked the Punisher. <laughs> Look at that little Marilyn Johns Hopkins lacrosse. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. What are y'all talking about? The Punisher. Yeah. I'm what? I'm watching, I'm watching I'm watching Big Ten Lacrosse. Okay. Good stuff. Okay. Uh lightning round before we go. Matt, any thoughts on uh, the NBA playoffs right now? Uh, I hope the Lakers don't win. That's about it. <laughs> I do. I hope they win. Uh, I'd take anybody over the Lakers. Is that because you don't like Anthony Davis? Like you just hate Anthony Davis? I think you know who I hate. <laughs> Austin <laughs> Reeves. I've got, I've got How could you want the Lakers to win as a Grizzlies fan? Uh, it's because I hate the Warriors. I hate the fucking Warriors. I like LeBron no. James. My hot oh. take is, oh. you know, like, what? Jesus. Like, Jesus. Really better Control, LeBron. delete. Yeah. The Sixers are secretly better without the league MVP. Has he played yet? 
He played in the game. He played last night. Asked. But the thing about it, they talk about uh, earlier at this how point, he gets the trophy tomorrow night. So I wonder if he has a at this point. But he's with his like, left. He's also like nine in a row against the Celtics. I know y'all aren't gonna like this. I well no. If I could pick somebody right now and just give him the trophy, it would be Jimmy Butler. I want him to have a ring. I don't hate that. I, 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 I want them to win if Tyler Hero Timothy. played all. I hate, I hate it because, you know, as a Bulls fan, like the Heat brought me a lot of pain in the last like 10 years. But I want – Jimmy Butler is a guy that I feel like he, he deserves a ring. Yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for the Knicks, though, now that the Grizzlies are out. Just say I Knicks, want to see Knicks are a good story. I just can't – as a Bulls fan, I can't root for the Knicks. Because, like, if, if they were to win the title – like, the Knicks are a very likable team, which they have never been. Not exist. Bing bong. AD, don't you wish you played for the Knicks? Yeah, those clips are awesome. <laughs> Fuck your life. Back. <laughs> yeah, Knicks fans are great. But I mean, it's like, yeah, I feel if the Knicks were to win the title, oh, that would be awesome. I mean, Lower Manhattan would not exist anymore, correct? From like they might have Penn to, Station down. They might have I, to just rebuild Madison Square Garden. As a Bulls fan, I can't root for Boston. I don't really. I don't. I just don't care about the Sixers. Yeah. Um, out. Yeah, because the Sixers. I'll say this. The Sixers never like. Let me say competitors within that run. Really. No, no they're never. Hey. They've never been taken seriously ever. Question. Yeah, I still don't take them seriously. Out outside, outside of just the city of Boston sucking shit. Is there anybody on the Celtics that is just like not likable at all? Mm. Like Jason Smart. Tatum is like fine. Marcus Smart. Mar- Marcus like Smart. Marcus Smart. People don't like Marcus like, Smart. I, I appreciate Marcus Smart for what he brings would, to yeah, the team. I would, I would take Marcus Smart. Marcus team. Smart I, is the Marcus Smart is like a joke. You know, if he's on your team, you love him. If he if you yeah. don't, he's on your team, you hate him. I can see why people wouldn't like him, but like I don't mind him. No, he plays hard. He he, he puts all his priority on defense. He'll hit an open shot. I mean, if Marcus Smart is what's good about basketball. Now, all the you know, he's tamed it down a little bit, but I mean, Marcus Smart, I kind of call him like a Corey Brewer type Joe Kim Noah player. <laughs> that, that's quite the bridge, but I, I see what you're doing. <laughs> Marcus Smart's like five ten. Those guys are really tall. I just find nothing in the world possible that's likable about the Warriors. Like, like, we like talked Steph. about this. See, we talked about this on the show on Monday. Like, I feel like his, like, he went from, like, this unassuming, like, March Madness, like, Cinderella hero to now he's, like, he, he's just a fucking scumbag. What about Dante? Well, Dante. I feel like David with Steph, too, I mean, like, part of that, part of that, like, it's the same thing, kind of tying it back in people that win all the time, you just eventually start hating. And I, he's really not changed. He's always been a little, you know, when he hits a three, does a shimmy, you know, he did that. Like Dave's, you know, they just won a lot. And they, they've won despite a lot of likable teams. I, well, well yeah, on my I, team right now, like, I don't – I like Wiggins. I like him. I like everybody I, on that team other than Draymond. Yeah, I like Looney. I mean, yeah, Draymond's a piece of shit. Clay, oh I mean, Clay's God. fine. I, I guarantee Clay. if we knew – Clay's fine. Clay, you know, he's, he's, just, Washington State, he's just a competitive dude, you know. But he also backs it up. 
Fuck the Palouse. The Palouse. Yeah, I. Clay Clay Thompson to me. He's just fucking annoying. He is annoying. I mean, he is annoying. He wears he wears the he wears that stupid fucking armband. He wears like the '90s armband on your forearm. Like, dude, you're not you're not Michael Jordan. Take it the fuck off. Like, but he but he backs it up. Then he'll hit twelve threes in a quarter. I mean, well, to that to that formula. Mm -mm, Don't LeBron James backs it up. Fuck him. (laughs) Yeah, he backs up. He's the biggest bitch ever. They're all bitches now. LeBron opened up Mm. a school for children. Who the fuck yeah. cares? Great guy. I, I mean, dude, that's uh, the Warriors as a, as a whole, though. Like with all their flopping and all their whining bullshit. You mean it's like LeBron? To like them, like LeBron. Well, I mean, LeBron everybody in the foot. league does. It. LeBron. LeBron will like flex on people, but then like if somebody bumps him, he's in third row. The, the See, Knicks, he's he's not even the biggest bitch. On the, like Anthony Davis is the biggest fucking baby in the league. The Knicks don't do it. You know, I used to think so, and then I, I can't imagine walking around being seven foot one, falling on the ground all the time. I'm five nine, and I hate falling on the ground. That Dude, shit Anthony probably Davis, sucks. Anthony Davis got a rebound the other night, one handed rebound. He and gets got hurt bumped, every game, and then starts falling down on the floor, grabbing his hip. No, there's an injury timeout for Anthony Davis every game. I'll give you that, but like. Again, I'm five nine, and when I fall on the ground, I, I'm like, God damn, I may not get up. Can you imagine being seven foot? That that shit sucks. <laughs> his, uh, his bones don't probably fit in his body right, and he's like falling down all the yeah, time. because he had like a ten inch yeah. growth spurt in high school. Yeah, he's a point guard, right? Yeah, yeah he, his, he as a freshman, teeth, he was like six two. His teeth were longer than his shins. <laughs> He's like uh, Norbit. And- I just I, I feel like I feel like Anthony Davis probably lives in like a water pod all day, just so he can like walk. He has a he, he gets in the uh, what do they call it on uh, on Boba Fett? Yeah, he gets in a Bacta tank. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw a Grizzlies fan being like, "We just need to get D Rose back, and we're good." Dude, don't 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 don't. We're about to close it up. Don't start a D Rose conversation. Oh, uh, dude. Fucking- they did, hey, you know what? That dude went to class more than me. I used to send hey. Zach like D Rose highlights at like three in the morning. Dude, do you, I know he, you? He, you know the Friday beers like John Wall meme? That was me with D Rose in like 2010 to 2013. Dude, you remember when that whoever, I don't know who it was, but they did the Lord's work when they made that Dark Knight hype video of D Rose. Yeah. I don't want to talk about D Rose. I want to go to bed happy, if, if please. Knew, if he knew how to use a knife, Thug. then he'd be okay. Thug. <laughs> he hates T-Rex. Why? Cutting an apple. Because he, he said that instead of cutting an apple when he cut his hand, he was like trying to shank somebody or something. Dude. First off, D-Rex can't offend you because... Are you like John Morant? Y'all won. I love John Morant. <laughs> I mean, what? Y'all won that game. John Morant literally has like a t shirt going around where somebody's like pussies on his nose brow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he literally got suspended because of bringing a gun. I got, got, got him there. <laughs> How can you call D Rose a thug and John Morant's like, no, he's cool? I just don't I just, because I, I, he went to Memphis, I just remember, like, I remember D Rose was like the nicest guy ever. We're, yeah. at, we're, at the, we're at the game, we're at the one versus two game. And York's just yelling in my ear about, you know, Dane Bradshaw and J.P. Prince and everything and how bad D-Rose sucks. And I'm like, God damn it, why did I bring him here? Yeah, D-Rose was probably, like, the most unassuming, nicest guy to come out of Simeon career. Whose ticket did you take that game? 
Edwin's. Edwin's? Jesus Christ. That's what he gets for calling you a sweaty meat box, whatever it was. Sweat hog. Sweat hog. Yeah. Best nickname ever. Meat box. I'm just, I'm just a sweat of meat box, man. Hey, night, 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 night. Stand up guy. <laughs> Stand up guy. D Rose, man, what a piece of shit. They didn't have camera phones back when D Rose was good. Dude, D, D Rose came out in 2007. <laughs> D, D Rose is like one of the, I remember in the math class I had with him at uh, Memphis. What was the phone that was like you had to hold it sideways? Sidekick. Like, sidekick. sidekick. Yeah. He had a sidekick on a That's line. all you need to know. That's Hell all you need yeah. To know. That's, the, the most, that's the most baller shit I've ever heard. Have you seen him like, and the, the math teacher was like some like, what is it like when they're not tenured yet? They're just like a normal teacher. An RA? Or no, that's a yeah, room like an RA that's or a dorm. And she, a TA. And she was just like, Derek Rose? And he was like, and she was like, Joseph Troy, and I'm like, dude, do you do you not realize you just said Derek Rose's name and he's in your class? You I would have done the same like, thing. Recognize. I may I may still be the biggest Derek Rose stand ever. God. If, only, if only his knees worked. It's because it's because it's because it's because he signed with fucking Adidas. <laughs> well, no, let's, Tim, let's Tim's pivot. Killed. Tips killed him. Yeah, tips killed him. But he let's, loves let's, him. like let's him let's and pivot. love each other. Yeah, they were up by 20 against the Sixers, and he should have been pulled. And Can we pivot? <laughs> Let's go back to hating on Steph Curry and his stupid Fucking mouth. My case. wife had to talk me out of getting a Bulls tattoo one time when I was very drunk. <laughs> that was one of my favorite series to watch. I was working at Dick Sporting Goods, and I watched the playoff series between the Celtics and the, with Rondo and uh, the Bulls. It was like a first Joe Kim Noah, Joe Kim Noah awesome. having the big dunk on Paul Pierce's head. It was fun, man. Dude, I mean, dude, York York ran fucking dicks. Prime Prime D Rose was the fucking shit. Okay, pivot. Fuck <laughs> All right, pivot. Um, well, we're, we're gonna pivot to to closing the show because we we had Is quite the late? we had quite the marathon. Yes, Christ, pop. We uh we we had a lot of uh a lot of wrestling lane uh that. I don't know if we need to. I mean, he, you might need to check on him. Might need to do a pulse check, but he'll figure it out. Now he's probably in his room going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just he's just in there still yelling, "Cannon." Mm-hmm. He's still somehow logged on. We just can't see him for anything. He's yelling this time. <laughs> <laughs> he still thinks he's on the show. <laughs> he's in. His, no, he, he actually he went to the bathroom. He's in there going, "Woo." <laughs> <laughs> He's just going, yeah, you're here in the Kroger. You're just fucking asshole. He's fucking. It is peacocking. He's peacocking. I do have, I missed him. I really do. York is like the Russians, and uh, Lane is John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> Baba yeah. Yaga is about to come after you. <laughs> Lane's like, you killed my dog. <laughs> he, he shunned me at Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> Lane's gonna hire some chick with a fucking high fade. I'll be honest. I don't know if I would. Sh- I don't know if I would shade Lane at Kroger. Oh man, you know, you know, he came on super hard though. He came on super strong. You just gave him the finger and was like, "Yeah, dude." If he said Adam Cardona one more time, <laughs> he made a mockery of the backlash predictions. 
I I questioned my my appearance for a second. When uh when you're when you get shunned at Kroger. <laughs> oh God. All right. Um appreciate Matt coming on once again. Thanks for having me. The heel deal rad dad crossover continues. Thanks to Lane for the uh the brief uh drop in there, sting style, and then he just vamped. Yeah. And uh we appreciate York coming on for the uh the home stretch, bringing it uh bring it to a close so we'll be back uh next week and uh this has been a uh, rad Dad episode 19 from the garage yeah, yeah. so i, I apologize know. for not texting you back york I, I do feel bad about that mm. or be we can apologize too i'm with child now though <laughs> with child we're gonna throw in some aqua teen and and get out of here so we're good to go but uh all right so for uh for all the fellas shout out to michael Ultra sponsoring the show we uh we really bury the lead here, but uh, we, we do appreciate their, their patronage and, and, and providing us with the funds to bring this show to you. But uh, until, uh, until next week, stay sleazy. We out. <laughs> <laughs>